in five, four, three, two, one. Are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it out. You're excited. <laughs> Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> Welcome everybody, this Monday, August 28th, a.k.a. Game Week here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. We're coming to you as always from the remote University of Louisville College of Business Studios here in sunny Jeffersonville, Indiana. Cards fans. Hey, Cards fans. Take accounting to a whole new level with UofL's Masters in Accounting and Analytics, their 11-month competitive internship opportunities, and full access to the Becker CPA exam review prepare you to graduate career-ready in just 12 months. If that sounds like a good deal to you, visit business.louisville.edu backslash UofLMSAA to learn more. On the air today from 3.05 until 6 here on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know, it's better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford and Trevor Kelsey here on a Game Week Monday. Folks, I don't know if you heard me say this before, but football's back. Football's back. We made it. We're here. You may say, well, the game's actually Friday. I don't care. It's game week. We have an actual opponent to talk about. We've got press conferences happening. We don't have depth charts, which we'll talk about a little bit later. We've got games to react to from over the weekend. We've got all sorts of stuff happening. It is officially F Georgia Tech, FGT in the A for the next five days. We're excited about it. We know you're excited about it. The Brom era has arrived. Woo! Let's get it going. TK, how are you? Summer is in our rear view. Summer's dead. It's over. Goodbye. I woke up this morning to take the kids to school. There was a crisp feeling in the air. It was like 66 degrees after the, the hottest week of the year last week. And it just felt it felt so perfect. It felt poetic. I was like, it, this feels like how it's supposed to feel when you get up early, take the kids to school on like an ACC game week in mid-September, late September, early October. I wanted to like just bite into an apple, have some cider, Get some popcorn going. Turn on the MLB playoffs. Get ready for the cards to take on Georgia. It, it, just, it feels good. It feels right. I'm so glad we're here. I'm excited for this week. Well, for the record, you don't have to get up early to feel that that kind of weather. You can you can still wake up at like noon or one or yeah. two. And it, got, it got a little toasty. It's a little toasty out there now. Yeah, your birth, it's Sunday. Happy birthday, by the way. Post Thank birthday, you. I guess. Yesterday. Thank you. I don't know when you land on a weekend. Do you like do you, do you like do you, do you recognize it on the Friday before or the Monday after? It's it's. It's a it's a difficult thing to tippy toe around, right? It kind of just becomes the whole weekend. Yeah, pretty it's much. It's like yeah, it's birthday weekend. But you had beautiful. It, the weather was awesome yesterday for you. It and was. How, nice. And how was your birthday? It was good. It, it, you know, we had 
you know, Friday night we were going out to dinner to we went to Jack Fry's, which is where I pretty much always go for my birthday because it's my favorite place. Surprised you don't get like people like storming there to like stalk you and stuff. Not you let them know that did not happen. Did, no. that, that didn't happen. We did have speaking of storms though. So you know the Friday night it, it's pretty nasty, but we in St. Matthews we don't get any of the storms before we leave. So we leave. Uh, babysitters, everything's good. The kids are in good moods. We get to you know, we're driving through the Highlands. We're driving down Grinstead. And we see like two or three gigantic trees knocked down. We're like, damn, they got hit pretty hard. But thankfully, I mean, you know, it seems like the worst of it's over. We're good to go. So we sit down and we haven't had a, you know, we, I know we went to Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago, but we haven't had like a, a night out in Louisville, a dinner out in Louisville in a while. So I'm excited about this. Get away from the kids. We sit down within probably 30 seconds of sitting down. Mary gets the text from the babysitter saying the power just went out for a second. It's sounding really bad. It sounded like there was a lightning strike that was very close. I'm taking the kids to the basement. You know, we start hearing the storms fire up again outside. You know, it's you, you get the piano music going in Jack Fry's. You got people talking, so it's kind of hard to hear. But every now and then, you see some lightning flashes from outside. It's like, yeah, this, this is a little. So it's you know, you're, you're distracted a little bit. We're, we're like the couple that's on our phones because we're trying to look at the weather. We're trying to get updates from uh, Madison, our babysitter, make sure everything's okay back at the house, and you know, the kids are in the basement. Are they scared? Is it going okay? So that kind of distracted a little bit, and then we drive home. And, I mean, it's some of the hardest rain I've ever driven through going up Lexington Road. And as I get back in St. Matthews, I'm seeing, like, it, it looks like a war zone. There's just limbs everywhere. There's trees everywhere. I don't know how we didn't uh, lose power. And then we get home the next morning. We see that a pretty huge limb from the tree in the house behind us has fallen on our fence. It's broken a couple of panels. Uh, it's kind of, like, like, hanging over. Like, we, get, we have a little bit of damage there. Thankfully, our neighbor behind us, Mike, who's awesome, uh, big cards fan as well, great name, comes over, brings the chainsaw. He takes care of like the little piece that's hanging over on our side and you know knocks it back over to his side. He's like, oh, he's like, don't worry about it, which was very nice. But yeah, the storms kind of like, it took away a little bit. And then it was still a good night. We still enjoyed it. The meal was fantastic. And then Saturday, we're supposed to go over to my parents' house, but my sister has lost power at her house. And it's like, you know, the hottest night of the year. So she goes over to my parents with, with her boyfriend and come to find out, they later find out that they've got COVID. So that kind of calls off the Saturday plans that we're supposed to have over at my parents. While I was like, you know, you don't, I'm not trying to catch COVID again. And so that was a little bit of a bummer. But then yesterday, we celebrated it at, at, at our house and just kind of did. It was, it was a day of Mike. I got to do whatever I wanted to, which was nothing. I felt like it was like office space. I did nothing. And it was everything that I dreamed it could be. Did you, did you sleep in a little bit? The only thing that I asked for was the same thing that I asked for for Father's Day. Was I just, I just, I just want to sleep. Like, that's it. And I know it sounds like it's a cliche parent thing, but like, like ever since I've gotten sick, and I, try, like, I, you know, I had two kids before I started coming down with all this crap a year and a half ago. So I know what parent tired is like. But for the last year and a half with this thing, because it, it does, it, apparently, part of the long COVID is, is it mimics chronic fatigue. Like, I'm tired all the time, like an ungodly level of tired. I work my way up, I come and do the show, I go home, I sh- all I want to do is sleep, ever. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, you don't have to give me a present. All I want to do is sleep as much as I possibly can on a Sunday with the kids. So Mary gets the kids up, takes them out of the house. Like they go run some errands, they go do some stuff. Like I sleep until one. It's glorious. I, I do get up every now and then, you know, help them get ready when they get up in the morning. Then Mary brings John back. I get him down for a nap. I'm going back to sleep. Like it's all I wanted to do. And uh, you know, the, the kids made some cards, which was nice. I all I wanted for dinner, I wanted to grill out, so I grilled out some steaks. Uh, which was very nice. It was just, it was a good day. It was a nice little relaxing, you know, 39 is not exciting. Next year we'll have to do something bigger for 40, but 39, who cares about 39? 
Sounds like a perfect 39th birthday to me. Yeah, the only reason I care about it is because it's the last time I can celebrate a birthday without feeling like I'm, you know, about to die. Like, it's, you know, 40. (laughs) Well, it's 50, I think, though, actually, isn't it? 40 feels feels old. I think 40 is when you get the the midlife crisis. 50 is when you just, like, uh, what's left? Why don't want either of these things? Yeah, exactly. There's no good birthdays after this. 30 I was fine with. People, and people had, some people had a problem with 30. I was like, whatever. Like, I just got married, like, a house. Like, I'm I'm good with this. Let's, Let's turn 30. Let's blow it out. Let's have a big party. 40, I'm like, yeah, man, I feel like I should be, I should have, I should have accomplished more. More should have been, ha- more should have taken place before now. I'm not, I'm not excited for 40. Why didn't I buy that lottery tickets? Yeah. 39 <laughs> was good, though. I enjoyed the, the weekend. It was very nice. Now I'm excited for football. That it is the good thing. Growing up, I always kind of disliked the placement from, of my birthday because it, when you're looking forward to it during summer, Every kid looks forward to their birthday. So, but when I was looking forward to mine, it's also like you're looking forward to summer ending and school starting. So that kind of sucked. But now, as I've gotten older, looking forward to my birthday means looking forward to the start of football. And it's always it's like that last little mile marker. Birthday happens, turn the page, bam! It's almost always game week right after that. And we've we've had that happen here on the show. Now, what I am looking forward to is since we've done the show, we I mean like the second week that we've ever had at the Mike Rutherford show existed was Ole Miss game week, and the game went very poorly. And then last year, it was this sort of apprehensive game week where it was, man, like just, you know, how bad are we going to feel if we only beat Syracuse by seven or something? What a, what a you know red flag that's going to be for the season. And then we go out there and we just got our asses handed to us and lose by 24. And it's just been – it's been such a woe is me start. There's been no real early season excitement on the show during football season. It's you- it, It's been like a – a statement of the program. Like both times we've had the, that Monday after show, it's been like just a monologue of me talking about how this is unacceptable and how this is so bad and are we ever going to be happy again? I need, you need, we all need a celebratory Monday show after a week one game for a U of L football team. And my God, it's got to happen this year, especially with the new enthusiasm that we have with Braun being back. I think people are excited about the roster. People are excited about the schedule. There's so much excitement right now, and there's also so little excitement for men's basketball, which does factor into the equation wow. here. I think that you you know there's more of an emphasis placed on football when men's basketball is looking like, eh, you know, best case scenario, maybe they can sneak into the tournament somehow. This this needs to be a successful Friday night. We have a lot of time to talk about this, but this is a this is a huge week for I think it's not a, it, it, it's. It's not a huge week for Jeff Brom. Like, he can lose this game and bounce back and be fine long-term, and we can have better teams moving forward. Obviously, he'd love to get off to a good start. I think what it's a huge week for is our collective sanity. Because if we lose this game, I, like, it's going to be – we've seen some bridge-jumping post-game shows before. This may be an all-timer because there's, people just feel like they've got nothing to look forward to now. And it's going to be a long time until we get to next year and all that stuff with basketball and football. We need this. We, we need a jolt of enthusiasm, a jolt of life. And that jolt needs to start Friday night. I mean, not since like the I guess Miami first ACC game. Louisville is, is a win that you need with that. You can't. You do not need the distraction of a loss. I mean, and, I would say last year too was, wow. was, a, was a big deal. And, and yeah. like you said, la- last two years. Well, now the first year you were optimistic for Ole Miss. I was. I was not. You keep saying that. I picked us to lose by fourteen. That's optimistic. We lost by nineteen. 
I think I said 21, didn't I? 28 or something? <laughs> you, no, you said like 30. You thought yeah. we were going to – I was surprised by your prediction. I, th- I, I said was, we'd lose by two oh, touchdowns. Yeah, I had no positivity. You said we were going to lose game. by like 35, which it felt like we lost closer to yeah. your score than it did to mine. Yeah, exactly. You, you say 40. I feel like this is the Air Force game again. I was like, yeah, seven points in my, my rear end. Yeah, it felt like a lot more yeah, than I did. I thought we lost 38 to nothing in that game. Are you sure? You sure we lost by seven or three? I don't even remember what it was now. It still felt like 38. Um, but, like, you're right. Like, last year, I mean, it was – well, that was a gut punch because I mean I think we were both we were both optimistic going into it, but it just felt like we were optimistic in the way that like we knew we couldn't lose, like we couldn't afford to lose, right? Like we just had we were trying to be optimistic for like like for the kids' sake type thing, like you know well, it's we're gonna be okay as we're like sinking on the Titanic. Well, it was a not much to gain, everything to lose scenario. Yeah, and, and we, we lost everything, and we did. And as that, even though that season ended up being not, you know, we think about that year. Yeah, the, the team ended up winning eight games. They played a really tough schedule. They had some good moments, but I think because it started so poorly, it was it was almost already ruined before we could have any success. I mean, like you didn't even feel that joy as much as you would have if we'd gotten off to a good start. Like the '07 Michigan team went ten games and won a Rose Bowl, but they're all you can remember for the team that lost to App State. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's, that team, you know, ended up being. I think, I think they won the Rose Bowl. Year. I think they. Went I think they lost their bowl game. Actually. Did they both? They, they, they went like nine and four. I thought they went like ten and two that year. We've looked it up because they had a better okay. year than they thought. But I think they they got beat by Florida in the Citrus Bowl or whatever. Was that it was okay? I was thinking maybe it was the next year they went to Rose Bowl because yeah, because I think it was the next year they, they ended up playing Texas and losing uh, before or their year before. I don't know somewhere around there. It gets mixed up. There was a lot of alcohol. But they drugs. had a good year over. Yeah, yeah they went nine. The mid two thousands were a little hazy for Trevor. It's okay. So <laughs> so it was last week. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it again? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this I, I don't know. I, I guess I should, should I start like thinking about like the what I, what I'm gonna feel like if we lose this game. No, 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 not not yet. Okay, good because no. I haven't I haven't even like that 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 like thought hasn't even entered my mind since the day that Braum was announced as our head coach. Since the day that we actually since they Satterfield left for Cincinnati, which is pretty much the same day. I, I in my own mind, I, I we hired Braum. I know I guess it took you know 48 hours later, but still. I mean that the, the thought of losing to Georgia Tech on, on a week from today, or I mean on Friday this week, excuse me, is just I, I don't I don't I mean it's like you ask me to like tran, translate you know Sanskrit I can't do it. <laughs> I just don't know how I'll be able to do it. <laughs> so I just, I'm just now realizing the show tweet did not get sent. There it is. Now it's out. Uh, yeah, it's I, was, I was gonna. I was curious. I well, seen, I sent it and just like the internet here, of course, just does not work. So. I, I love the internet here because the first thing I went on when I went on the X. And I don't, I don't, do you still, do you still Twitter exit? Which one are you doing? It's Twitter. No, we're not referring to it as, oh no, I had had somebody, I was watching something the other day and they were like, make sure to check us out on the X. I'm like, what? Yeah. When you said that, I had no idea what you were talking about. But the first tweet that I, that I saw, I assume I, you were just referring to our radio station in like a slang way that you have in the last two years. I was, I was listening to something else and they, they called it X and Twitter, like back and forth the entire broadcast. Um, the first tweet I saw when I click on here. Is the CBS Sports College Basketball account, and it's remember when the Badgers ended Kentucky's undefeated season in 2015 Final Four with some clips. I'm thinking it's going to be a good day when you go on the X. That's the first thing you see. That's a good sign. That's a good sign. Now we have to talk too. Weird stuff happens in the studio. Hey, I'm all the in time. the picture. Yeah, you are. Weird stuff happens <laughs> all the time in the studio. Yeah. Oh, this is bizarre. Also, any update on when we're going to get back to the other studio? It's been like it's been all summer now. I was told two weeks. 
was that? <laughs> we keep getting told, do we? I, thought, I feel like you were told that three weeks ago. I've had mail-in rebates come back faster. Right. I, was hoping, <laughs> I, I was told like the worst case scenario is we, it'd be like right at the start of the football season. Well, we're right at the start of the football season, so uh, maybe we'll get in there at some point. Hell, I mean, if we start winning a bunch of games, maybe we just stay over here. I don't know. I'll take the I mean, $5,000 in bridge fees. I'd pay that for an undefeated summer good season, yeah. I probably would, too. I'd pay yours. Well, okay, I'll let you. I'll let you do that. It's uh, a bigger speech, dude. But, but so you came in today, and you you said again, you, your mind is hazy on a lot of details. But you said you had a Coke Zero here like a year ago. No, it's it's a Gatorade Zero. Uh, so you said Coke Zero, and I, I had no idea what you were talking. No, about. No, no, it's because it's, it's sitting literally right here. I know, and that's why I didn't know what you were talking about when you kept saying Coke Zero when you I'm had me back there. Coke Zero? What am I, sociopath? <laughs> yeah, but you said I, I was very confused by what you were saying. So you you meant Gatorade Zero? You're like yeah. I had a Gatorade Zero here like a year ago. It disappeared. Well, what it was was so you know a lot of times I'll bring in like two drinks with me. Yes, because I I I I, I'm, I get dehydrated because I'm you know I'm fat, and so a lot of times I like the Coke the Gatorade zeros I get are usually the small ones, so I'll bring in two. Now, like right now, I've got the big one with me, so I just brought the one. But uh, and you and you bring like the medium sized ones, right? Yeah, you're like right there in the between. Mm-hmm. So like so, a lot of times I bring in the two, and sometimes you know sometimes I don't and I'm not drinking the other one. So I bring it in, and, like, I left one here, and I just accidentally forgot. I just left. I was like, you know what? I'll just drink another time, put it back in the fridge or something, whatever. And I just remember, like, a couple of days later, it just it was gone. Like, I think it was here for a few days after I left it, but it's gone. It's like a year ago. And I'm like, okay. So then I, I Scoots had joked about, like, you've got Gatorade Zero here. I'm like, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, trying to be healthy, you know, trying to spit and slip into that 5X. I was like, I just assumed he drank it or maybe – Rashawn drank it on the weekend. Maybe Gary had it on Monday. I don't know. Don't really care. It's a Coke Zero. It's like 75 cents. Or you have me saying it now. It's a Gatorade Zero. Uh, and then, so like seven or eight months ago, because it's like I said, about a year ago, like it just like showed up again. Like it's there on my desk, like right the same place I left it. I'm like, okay, that's weird. Somebody, I guess, drank it, maybe replaced it. I don't know why they would, but oh well. And then the next, like, the next day, it's gone again. And I just haven't thought anything else about it. So I come in today, and what do I see? And this is like the same color, too. The exact same, like, Gatorade Zero Blue Glacier Free Freeze sitting right here on the desk. It's creepy, man. I don't know. Is Scoots doing this? Is he just, like, screwing with my mind? Now, we've done vibe checks at the start of every game week for the last two years. Is this a good vibe move? or is th- I feel like this is kind of a creepy vibe going into a big game. I don't like the fact that it's blue either, to be honest with you. Well, the blue thing, yeah. But I look at it as more of it's an omen of, like, Brom returning and so is the Gatorade. Ah, that's the spin. That's that, what I was looking for. <laughs> you know, I'm going to find a way to spin it. That's what I wanted. If I can make a stay, if I can somehow convince me and myself that we're going to be Kentucky at some point in the last three years, I can spin this. <laughs> I like hearing that. that. That's good. So, yeah, the prodigal Gatorade has returned. The prodigal son has returned. We're good to go. We I got- don't want to drink it because I now I'm kind of worried, but also I just want to leave it here and just see how long it lasts before it disappears again. Yeah, I mean, it's, like let's keep a track record of this. A lot of mystery here. I also want to know, kind of want to know who's responsible. Oh, yeah, well, are they just hiding it and be like he he he, and then they'll, they'll put that, then they put it out to see. Like, well, I guess he didn't realize it. And they put it back out. Uh, we want to hear from you today as we kick off this first game week of the 2023 football season. The best way to make that happen, the only way to make that happen 
is by texting us on the Thornton's text line, which many of you have already done. The text line number, as always, 502-414-1450. It's still technically summer. Thornton's is still technically hooking you up with the best deals all summer long. Download the Refreshing Rewards app from Thornton's to take full advantage. It's going to save you money at the pump. It's going to save you money inside. Anytime you step into one of these 75,932 area Thornton's locations, download the Refreshing Rewards app, save yourself some money on gas, save yourself some money on coffee, donuts, what have you, and then text us at 502-414-1450. TK, we heard about my weekend. How was your weekend? Big time plans? Big time watching stuff? Watched watched some Sandlot, watched some... uh, 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 little big league. I don't know why I was in a little baseball mood. I guess I, I did watch some football. I have the Pac-12 network apparently. Yeah, I know you. You texted me that. You're the only person I know who has this channel. I was so thrilled. Um, I oh, started season two for two on my betting. Took Hawaii. Uh, went some live betting when I left her on Friday and, and snuck in and, and, and got a USC cover and a, and a Hawaii cover against Vanderbilt. That's a good bet. So went. Hawaii made it a little dicey there. Yeah, I mean, well, I got twenty and a half on them, so I was like, I figured that should be good. Came a little closer with USC because I, I gave 23. Well, they won by 28, I think. 28, they doubled them up, yeah. Um, and the spread might have been larger when its team started, but I didn't do it until I left here. Because, like, Friday you described you, like, looking at the storm and stuff. As you can tell, or as you know, or nobody else may know, like, we're in, like, a bunker here. We are. Like, you, there's no, there's one window, and it's been, like, like literally, it's like, like it's bunker. It's hard not to be depressed in here. I'll say that. <laughs> it's a. It is hard to do an upbeat radio show inside this place. Well, your room kind of looks like a, the 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 scene in uh, Armageddon when they're like taking them out in the. Uh, it looks like a kill room. Uh, yeah. It looks like somewhere where Dexter would would take take somebody and put up all the little you know plaster and and then just murder somebody. So we had one window here, but it's been boarded up because of the uh, the the portable AC units using it. So there's no seeing out of it. So like. On Friday, when I was coming back, like to get ready for the games, all the football games, I was going to say next game. He got pushed back because of heat, and I get up here and it's like I can see the storm like looming in the background. Like this looks nasty, but it's like okay because Mark Weinberg told me it wasn't going to hit till Saturday. So oh, I'm, it did. I'm like, I was don't like, blame us on Weinberg. I'm just saying, I know I, I was, Mark. I was trusting him. He still doesn't know how to lead a thermometer, but you know, uh, I was, I was trusting his opinion. So I was like, you know, we should be good. Then it starts sprinkling. I'm like, well, I better get inside here because I don't, you know, be out in the car and get wet, so I'll melt. So I ran in, and you know, I get the description of from Spears and everybody else how bad the weather was, but I didn't see a thing. It was bad, man. Like I'm just sitting in here. I didn't hear a thing. I didn't see a thing. I'm like Colonel, you know, Click. I didn't. I, I know nothing. Like I'm just, uh, I just sitting in here, and then everything got canceled, and hung out for a minute, did a few little, little work, and left, and I could see how, you know, I could see the where. The smell of rain outside, but it, I just it was cleared out, and I was just like whole time driving home, like knocking on wood, praying that the uh, my electricity would be on because I've had a bad bad rep with that. But mine stayed on. Uh, Mother net, pretty solid weekend. I did try to set up the drone on Sunday. I figured good weather, nice nice day outside. This is what I wanted to hear. And so I got it. Could have got some great weather shots on that drone. I know, I know. Unfortunately, we the, okay so. First of all, the instructions, they could not have written them any smaller. Like, I had to, like, turn on my phone light and, go. like, hold it up to it. Like, like, I'm squinting trying to read these instructions. And it says to put these, like, little brackets on it. But after, like, an hour, I couldn't figure out how they stay on. So I just said, screw it. And then I don't think it needs the brackets. It says for better landing. But I'm going to crash the thing anyway before it's all said and done. So who needs better landing anyway, right? So... I, got, I just skipped that part. I get the I get the batteries in the remote. Remote works. 
I still don't know how to hook up my like to where my phone like sync it. But uh, it was very difficult trying to get the, the like the battery out of the actual drone itself. And I didn't want to like force it too much because I don't want to break it automatically. But uh, I long story short, I got it out. I put it on the charger and I waited, waited, waited. Went outside, took the dogs out. They had fun. And I tried to sync it up, but apparently I didn't let it charge enough because it wouldn't. The ba- it wouldn't like turn on the ba- The remote turns on. It says sync up right away, but no light on the drone came on. And so I went back and I went to charge it again. And then um, I started. I had a fancy draft. And I got distracted and I forgot to go back out and check it again. That could have been a much shorter story. <laughs> it's game week. It's not. It's not the middle of July anymore. We're gonna have to trim these things down just a little bit. Looking like, looking like the just left. a little bit. We need to look at more like the left side of the front yard than the right side. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the picture of the the big X. It is. Well, our, our yard, it's like thirty five percent mode now. Like I said, I, I kid you not. Our front yard looks like Joe Dirt's face. It's a gray line. Like it, it just. I mean, it's like there's like patches and stuff everywhere too. I want to kind of go look and see what's in the back as well. Well, I, I'm assuming it's not because that side, it's like it stops right where like the where like the building stops. So you got that whole other left side is still just. <laughs> The wild, wild west out there. You picture somebody like out there, like they're at the point where they're at where we see it, and they're like, "You know, screw this, I'm going home." Nick out did text in and respond and said, "Dude, I wanted to be the official grass cutter of the Mike Rutherford show, and someone stole my thunder." There's still plenty of oh, work still to be done out there. Yeah, there's plenty of thunder, buddy. My guy Cece Broadus, who covers horse racing and does it well, also said, "Is that a foreclosure?" <laughs> <laughs> nope. We're doing live radio from inside right now. Uh, we've got lots to get to today, uh, outside of it just being game week. Jeff Brom did talk to the media today, as did Brian, but who cares? Ron English talked, and so did uh, Ashton Gelade and Jack Plummer. We're going to play Jeff Brom for you a little bit later. Also, the game notes are out. There's some interesting things in there, but there's one thing that's noticeably lacking that I'm curious to see how, how UFL fans are going to feel about. We'll react to some of the, the Week Zero stuff from over the weekend, even though there was really not that much to react to. Notre Dame looked good. USC looked uh, good on offense. Vandy looked like ass. That's about it. Uh, Jawar Jordan has a quote for the ages to get us started on this season that I'm very excited about discussing. Quarterbacks also talk about Jeff Brom's system. We'll get into all that, and of course, we'll take some texts from you guys. It's all happening today, and also happening today, apparently. It sounds like ACC expansion is going to happen. The vote's going to happen tonight. It's going through. We're going to add Cal, Stanford, and SMU. Probably. Maybe. Perhaps. Could be at 14. Sources are saying it's possible. Could be. Who knows? But it sounds like it's we're moving in that direction. Why would we add an, 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 an odd number of teams? Wouldn't we want to add an even? Well, because we only have an odd number of teams for – we only have an even number of teams for football. Because oh, Notre Dame's and everything else. <laughs> so bring it on. The Louisville-SMU rivalry about to be reignited. We're excited about all that stuff. Uh, we got to go to break. Take our first break here when we come back. We'll get some thoughts from you guys on the text line. We'll play Jeff Brom's press conference from earlier today because I thought it was interesting, and my God, it's just, you want to hear Jeff. It's game week. Let's get it going. We're excited about this. Football is back in the bluegrass. Keep it locked right here. More weather for show is next on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Here I go, playing star again. There I go, turn the page. Well, you walk 
Athletics, obviously, because you got the start of the U of L football season on Friday, but pretty much every other U of L fall sport has already gotten underway. And what a big time first weekend it was for a number of sports! Real quick, we had to give shout outs to one U of L field hockey, which is number nine in the country. They open up, they get their game uh, against Northeastern at Northwestern. I know it's confusing. Moved from Friday to Saturday, they played in the morning because of the heat. They beat Northeastern, then turned right around yesterday, play the number two ranked team in the country, which is Northwestern, take them down one nothing. So not a bad start for U of L field hockey. And then volleyball, they start their weekend with the uh, their season with the weekend Cardinal Classic, three matches, three days. They take care of Troy on Friday. They take out number twenty one Washington State on Saturday with Jeff Brom in attendance, and then take care of Wright State yesterday to sweep the field and start 3-0. They now have moved up from number four to number three in the country in today's coaches poll. Props to them. Men's soccer, we mentioned, they got their season going on Thursday night with a win over number 16, Tulsa. They will play Bellarmine tonight. UVA women's soccer is still going to... They tied Northern Kentucky. Have not won a game yet. So they, everybody else is doing great. Underestimate Northern Kentucky. They're a the, solid program. Women's soccer will come around. We'll, we'll get it going. Karen Ferguson Day, she knows what she's doing. We're going to be fine. But... Uh, so everybody else off to a fantastic start. It was a big time first weekend for fall sports uh, in the Cardinal world, and now we're hoping for a big start with uh, with football on Friday. So very pumped about all that happening. It's also we have not mentioned this. I mean, the game of the week is tonight. It got moved from Friday because of heat, then got moved from Saturday because of weather. Wagner Iroquois tonight at six thirty at the WAG. Oh, is it really? I may have to walk up there, get a quick look. Are we the only game that got pushed like Monday night? No, there's like three or four JCPS games that did. I guess they couldn't find referees or whatever happened, so they got moved to Monday. And it's uh, yeah. Monday night. Nothing says high school football like a Monday night. Monday night, yeah. Six thirty, kickoff at the Wag. I'm excited about it. This is a winnable game for Wagner. I feel good about it. I think why are we not doing a show from there? We probably we should have. I mean, we might as well. You know why? That damn Marty Polio. <laughs> He's just keeping us. Put the Knicks on it. Yeah, he said he no, it's not happening. I can't. I can't. I, I can't allow you to do that. That we were all set to go, and then he just said no. We've got that going. Are you ready for, and this is a mark it down, Monday, August 28th, first real hot take of the football season. I I typically do not do this. I'm not a big hot take guy. I don't do the whole, like, you got to fire this coach or this guy sucks or whatever. I'm ready to do it now. Oh, no, I'm still getting over the pumped-up news that Wagner's playing in, like, three hours. You didn't even know, so that's not a good look look on you. I got a draft tonight, too. semi-alum. Here's my hot take for right now. All right, give me the hot take. I'm ready to say it. I'm ready to call it. Let Let me turn up the AC a little bit just in case it gets too hot in here. Trinity hired the wrong guy. This coach, Jacob, he's not the guy. I forgot they even hired somebody. Well, it's his third year. So, yeah. <laughs> they got beat by Frederick Douglass over the oh, weekend. This is the guy that replaced uh, Beatty? Or yeah, okay. yeah, three years ago. He is now has an even 500 record in three years, 14-14. They run a grade school offense. Their defense has been great all three years. Their defense has been up to par. He's a defensive guy. The offense, and this is from a, in a program that has been like ahead of the curve for basically since like 2000. For the last two decades, they've had this innovative offense that looks like 
it's not a high school offense. It's more like a college offense. They've been so good. And just you know, all, all these quarterbacks, all this offensive talent, they look like a fifth-grade grade school team when they play offense, and they have for the last three years. For those of you who don't know, Trinity got beat on Sunday by – I just by said Bridger. that. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you said they was 14-14, which baffled and my I mind. Said, I said, you were trying to talk at the same time. I said Trinity lost 17-14 to Frederick Douglass. We should not lose to Lexington schools. They got knocked out of the playoffs by Lexington school last year. Uh, Lexington school comes into to Trinity and wins this year. It, I know they've got talent, but Frank Douglas also, they played some really good team from Ohio last week, and they were down 38 nothing at halftime. So this is not like a national power, which is the way that Trinity's been scheduling in recent years. This coach, said, he doesn't have it. Doesn't have it. Would love to be wrong. Summer of I, I would love to be wrong, part two. I think he's not the guy. How can he be 14 overall for a 500 record and still be there for three years? Well, we'll see what happens this year, because I don't think people are going to put up with it for another year. I know year. he doesn't have a state title, right? Has not, he, they got beat in the semifinals uh, his first year and then the quarterfinals last year by Brian Station. So, I mean, all, I mean, they lost to Ballard last year for the first time in like 75 years. The males beat him a couple times. They can't beat X. They should have beaten. They had every chance to beat X last year, and you know their five-play playbook wound up just not letting him move How the ball at all. How is he still there? I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens after this year, but he, it's he's not the guy. How long did St. X go with the uh, – uh, was it Wolford? I guess it was before they, they brought in Wallace. They only gave him like two years, and they were like, they, 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 they I think gave, he had more than that. Did they? I can't remember. But Wallace was clearly the right hire because they oh, have, yeah, they have well. taken a step forward. They're doing, you know, they're winning. They won a state title a couple years ago. They he's getting it done over there, and now Trinity is falling back. I mean, Trinity's you know, it seems like right now maybe like the third best school in Louisville, I which mean, should never you're be the case. Trinity, Saint X, and Mayo. You don't. There's there's no messing around. Like, you there, there's the leash is short. Yeah. Like you should you should get the Billy Gillespie leash on every every hire you make in football in the schools. Yeah, as it should be. All right, I sent you me, the John wouldn't be putting up with that. He'd be like, he'd peace out, dude. Yeah, I, I sent you the the Jeff Brom audio. Do you, can did. you go ahead and hit play on that so we get the ad out of the way and doesn't play on the air? I no, well, I already got the ad. Okay, I skipped good. over it. There we go. I also noticed on the on the right hand tab it does have the Brian Brom press. We're not playing Brian. Well, Brian's only it's eight a, minutes. Though. It's a no Brian show. We'll have Ashley on to talk about what Brian said. A little Even bit with later. that beard, the beard does look good. <laughs> he's he's got more hair on his face than, his, than than Jeff on his head. I hate saying it. He does. He's sporting the beard. Is he the only Brom with a beard? Um, because I know Greg's. Never, I've never seen Greg with one. Does Donnie have a beard? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Brady can grow one yet. <laughs> he might have a mustache. <laughs> Speaking of, Jack Plummer shows up today at his press conference, Stan's mustache. No mustache. It's gone. Oh. He said, I didn't want to be known as, quote, the mustache guy. So he got rid of it. I don't know how I feel about it. I can it. see that. I mean, you want to be known as something else, maybe. Yeah. But play on the field. Do the talking, I guess. <laughs> All right. This is Jeff Brom. He talked to the media earlier today. This is the first thing. Yes. This is the first game week press conference of the Jeff Brom era. So God knows we got to play it here. Here's Jeff getting you ready for game week against Georgia Tech. This this time of the year, how difficult is it for everybody, you included, as far as with all the transfers, all the newcomers, you're going against the team with a new head coach to know how to game. I mean, you've got to do so many things. How do you kind of manage that? How do you go about that? I think you prepare as well as you can. Um, the new players, uh, that that's going to be common uh, the, the first game every year from here moving forward, I think. Um, you know, you watch some of the spring game that's been on TV and see if they did anything that's different what they did uh, the year before. But I'm sure even with that, you know, we 
we try to prepare against a lot of different things uh, throughout the spring and, and summer and fall camp. Uh, our defense gives a lot of looks. Uh, we try to give our defense as many looks as they can so that you have seen about as much as you can see and you're able to adjust and adapt once you kind of figure out what a team is trying to do to you early on. So, uh, you know, just through preparation and uh, hard work that you hope to make the transition right away. Obviously, it's important to start off with a bang if you can and, and try to get a lead in every game. Uh, but that's not the way it's always going to happen. But uh, I, I do think that you know, you'll see new faces. It's just a matter of executing, trusting your preparation, staying focused, and, and uh, you know, trying to make plays. Uh, Jeff, I think they announced that Haynes King was going to be the, the QB. Uh, he played at A&M, I think, last year. When you scout him, do you go back and watch A&M, or do you try and determine how he would fit into the system they ran last year at Tech, or how do you how do you do that? Well, a little bit of everything. You know, we recruited Haynes when I was at Purdue and had some initial conversations with him, and then uh, he committed to Texas A&M. Um, you know, we, we have some connections to to him and, and uh, some people that know him, and uh, I think you just watch what he's done as a player to this point, and uh, whether that's at A&M or whether that's in the spring game or uh, whatever you can get a peek at, you know, I think he's an athletic quarterback. He was a highly recruited quarterback uh, who's going to Georgia Tech to play and prove himself. Um, and he's going to, you know, in, in the end, be a really good, uh, really good quarterback. So we, we've got to, you know, find ways to get him off rhythm, uh, make them do things they're uncomfortable with, uh, you know, pressure as much as we can without giving up big plays. But uh, without question, I do think he's a very good quarterback. And, uh, you know, from our um, research, you know, they have a good quarterback room, so we have to be prepared for multiple guys. But definitely, Haynes, uh, you know, has the um, the background and, uh, and and the skill to get it done. Jeff, obviously, you know, you want to start off with kind of a non-conference game to kind of get things going. But with that being a conference game, how much of a sense of urgency does that put on you guys to? get out and you know, obviously go one and no. Well, it's very important. Every conference game matters, and every game matters, really. But uh, you know, you got to be prepared. Uh, going on the road, always uh, uh, you have to be able to overcome things along the way. And um, you know, this will be a, the first time for a lot of guys playing together. So you've got to keep your focus. you got to trust your confidence, trust your preparation. you got to be confident when you take the field. you got to go out there and execute. So. Like I said, we've tried to put as much pressure on our guys and practice to perform in a lot of different situations. You hope that it carries over to the game in game one. You hope that you're able to adjust and adapt along the way, whether things are going good or bad. And that's what we're going to have to prove. So I think each each week is an opportunity and a chance to prove yourself. And uh, if, you, if you're not ready for the challenge, you're going to lose the football game. And that's how college football works now. So uh, you know we have to be up to the challenge and ready to play as hard as we can for four quarters. Jeff, uh, given the special circumstances with you coming back to your hometown, does this uh, opener feel any different to you than your past 10 or so? Well, I, I think so. I mean, uh, without question, my nerves will be gone. You, you, you want to do well. You want to you know, try to win the football game. You want to please a lot of people. You want to get off to a good start. And uh, that's always going to be the goal. So, you know, I... Uh, you have to go back and go through things and make sure you're re as ready as, as, as you can be. But then you've just got to go out there and play and coach and uh, be positive with your players and build their confidence and help them achieve their best. And, um, you know, e each week it's different. You know, it's funny. Sometimes you'll go in games feeling really good and it's not a great outcome. Sometimes you'll go in there really, really worried and you find a way to win. So I just think you just got to be able to use your experience and uh, get our guys to play hard and stay focused and 
be tough and be smart and not do silly things that hurt, that hurt us along the way as far as penalties and turnovers and uh, you know things that can't happen because you know you only have so many possessions and uh, you got to take advantage of it and uh, yeah it's 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 an important game for us. Openers are always you know a guessing game you know but this year with name image and likeness even more and more and so many transfers so many firsts for you and for your team is it hard to get your arms around where you are and where everybody else is for that matter? Well, I think we know our football team now. We've been together for a long time. Uh, yes, there were new faces that we added this summer, but we've had a chance to be with them uh, basically since sometime in the summer throughout fall camp. And, and you know what? you got to go out and play. And you have to have uh, your starters ready, your backups ready. you got to be able to play as many guys as you can that prove that they're ready to get on the field. And you have to go let them play. And uh, I just think that um, – you know, throughout the season, you're going to lose a few guys here and there. You got to be able to adapt and get the the next guy ready, and hopefully, he already is ready. But it's just uh, you know college football, and uh, that's what makes it uh, fun and exciting. As any given day, anybody can win, and um, you know the team that wants it the most and is the most hungry usually uh, finds a way to come out uh, in the end. Jeff, when it when it comes to Jack, you've mentioned just how smart he is, how much he knows this offense. But there's a, a Another side of that, he's got to be more patient sometimes within within the offense. Have you seen that from that last scrimmage, kind of moving forward, heading into this opener? Jack's done a really good job. Uh, he's got game experience. He's played a lot of football. He wants to win. I think just uh, you know, with anybody, you got to get your quarterback to relax. You got to get him in a rhythm early. You got to get him feeling good about uh, seeing things well and, and boosting his confidence, and uh, you know, and get him off to a good start. And uh, if you do that, normally. Things will carry over, and, and uh, the game will end the way you want. But uh, you know what? Sometimes it may not happen, and you got to be able to adjust along the way. So I just think we've tried to prepare Jack as much as we can. He's got to be smart and understand that if we get in a situation where we need some big plays, he can't do it all himself. He's got to you know get it to our playmakers, give the big plays a chance, but know where the, the outlets are and be smart, use his feet, and, and not turn the ball over. So I just think it's about becoming a – uh, a solid, experienced quarterback, and uh, he's battle tested, and, and we we feel confident he'll play a good game. Jeff, real quick. Well, we've thrown a lot at him, uh, without question. We always want to do that, so we'll continue to. To push the envelope on that. When it comes to uh, you know game situations, there are some base things we like to do, and we want to make sure that we're we're good at that, and we we know the signals, we know how to execute, we we know the adjustments along the way, and and then you always got to throw in some wrinkles. So I just think you have to have enough um, in your pocket uh, and in the holster that you're able to um, you know help your team if they're struggling or get out of a um, a rut if if things aren't going well and uh, you know, show some things that you maybe haven't shown before, but um, but yes, seeing how they do early on and, and what they can handle, that's how we adjust. But I, I think that we've thrown a lot at them and they've done a good job and we want to be aggressive in our approach on, on both sides of the ball. And I think you have to have that fine line of, yes, everyone needs to know what they're doing and how to do it, but you've got to be aggressive and allow your guys to play and uh, give them an opportunity to, to, to win a football game in, in, in multiple ways. So we're, we'll, we'll definitely be smart, but also push the envelope on that. 
Jeff, going into to game week, do you like the health of, of where your team is overall and any other additional injury news there? I think so. I mean, like everybody, we have a few guys that won't be participating in the game. And, uh, you know, we've tried to manage that as well as we can. And, um, you know, we'll be able to adjust. We'll have some more happen throughout the season. But I, I feel good that we've built depth at uh, quite a few positions. Uh, hopefully at those positions, you'll see multiple uh, guys in the game uh, throughout the entire game. And, uh, you know, if we, can, if we can do that successfully, it'll make us a better football team. And, um, but I, I, I feel good that, you know, other than a, f a few guys here and there, we're, we're as strong as we can be. Jeff, some of the freshmen who have been here a little bit, maybe even since the spring, what's the percentage chance we see them on the field in, in game one? And does this just kind of go case by case with, with those guys? Well, it uh, it'll it'll be a situation where they're you know we feel like we got some good young talent. Um, you know, I think uh, freshman the first game there's always a slight concern that uh, you know you want to ease them in. You want to you want to make sure that uh, you know they, they play well and that they feel good about uh, their game when it's over. Uh, but we have guys that can play football, so I think uh, whether it's Playing some on offense or defense, special teams, you'll see multiple guys in there. I think Stan Quan Clark uh, is a guy that is showing that he can play football. He'll be in there at, at certain spots. Um, I think uh, uh, Adonijah Green uh, will, will be in there on certain spots, and he's shown that he uh, can play football as well. And Jamari Johnson has a chance to get in there. But at the same time, we want to be smart and, and go with experience and uh, make sure that we're, we're getting those guys in at the right situation. Yeah, Jeff, back when you played for Coach Schnellenberger, were there two or three things that he would focus in and with you guys as the season started that were the most important? And are any of those things uh, items that you stress today? Well, we could talk a long time about that. I think Coach was great at uh, preparing his teams uh, to take on anybody. Uh, we practiced hard. We practiced long. Uh, you know, we got after in practice uh, so that when we got to the game, it would it would come easy to us. So, you know, we do that as much as we can, but you, you, you can't go overboard with that nowadays. You know, you used to practice three times a day, and, and that was that was fine. But <clears throat> the, the bodies can't hold up as much as the, the, they used to, I think. And, you know, nowadays guys prepare year-round, so we try to be smart and get guys to the game healthy as much as we can. I think when it comes to us, uh, you know, we, we throw a lot at our guys. We want to be prepared. We want to have bullets ready to go. But in the end, you know, we narrow down to just three things as we take the field. And that's uh, three things that we think are visible to the, the common fan. And uh, we, have, we have to win in these three things, no matter what else happens, uh, to have a chance. And that is playing harder than the other team. And to me, you can tell if a team is playing hard uh, by watching it on the TV or in person. And we got to play tougher than the other team, which means Guess what? It's not always going to go the way you want. So whether you're up by 10 or down by 21, are you still going to play hard? And, that, and that's the ability to be tough uh, throughout the entire game and, and never give in and never quit. And that's visible to the common eye. And then you've got to be smarter than the other team, meaning we can't have the 15-yard penalties. We can't have the things uh, that set us back. Uh, you know, we can't have uh, you know offsides and misalignments and, and false starts and. Uh, things that really set you back and, and, and put you in a jam. So we have to be the smarter team. And I think if you win those three things, which that is visible to the common fan as well, if you win those three things, uh, you're going to have a chance to win a football game. And that's what we really want to make sure 
as we get closer to game time that we find a way to get that done. It's not easy because the other team's going to try to do the same thing, but you have to find a way uh, to win in those three things. Jeff, I know your last couple of seasons at least you got more involved with the defense than you had been maybe earlier in your career. How involved are you with this defense, your Louisville defense? Well, I'm involved. I think uh, I've learned lessons along the way, and uh, we want our team to have the personality that we want to take on, which is aggressive in our approach. Um, we want to be in attack mode. We want to not be on our heels, um, and, and that needs to be in all three segments, offense, defense, and special teams. Uh, I feel confident in our defensive coaches and, and, and the plan they put together. Um, you know, We want to really just put our players in the best position to, to have success, and uh, we want them to make plays and not be scared to make a mistake and uh, you know, go for the sack, go for the tackle for loss, go for the interception, um, and, 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 and really be aggressive in that approach. So I just think uh, you know, it's important that uh, <clears throat> whatever knowledge I have, I try to spread it to our coaches. Whatever knowledge uh, our coaches have, we spread it to each other, and, and we utilize that. And I just think, uh, you know, we've had some good moments uh, throughout the last few years that you try to use that experience. And we've had some other moments that we've had our, our, our teeth knocked in that you, you try not to allow that to repeat. So that's what we have to, you know, piece together and, uh, and, and, and go out there and, and try to win each and every week. Well, we were fortunate to add Mark uh, to our coaching staff uh, this past spring. Mark was a tremendous player here and uh, has coached uh, football at a lot of different levels. Uh, really, his passion for the game, his love for this university uh, is really what makes him so successful what he's doing now. You know, right now, um, you know, he's working in our recruiting department. He's working uh, with our defense. Uh, he's doing a lot of things for us. Uh, he, he's he's assisting uh, with the linebackers. He's kind of just giving uh, you know his personal view on things, uh, not only to coaches but to our players, and letting them know what how he did things and what he can see here and what he saw in practice and how can that help our players. So I just think it's important to have really good people uh, that are good guys that are here just to help people have success. <clears throat> Mark's one of those guys. Um, he doesn't ask for anything. He just goes to work every day and tries to help these guys prepare as much as he can. And, and I think to this point, he's done an outstanding job. If when people talk about your offense, they always start with passing and in, in, in the in the in the receivers. You've got three really good running backs and a veteran offensive line with some pieces that you added. Do you feel really good about that and 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 how that line has come together with those backs combined? I do. I, I think our, our running back room has done a really good job. I think we've improved the offensive line. I think that uh, in the end, it's about scoring points and winning football games, and how can we do that? And I, I do think that uh, you know, for your best playmakers to touch the ball as much as they can needs to be the goal. So whether that's by air or by ground, um, by misdirection, by play action, wh whatever whatever needs to happen, you know, those guys need to touch the ball. And I think. Uh, Without question, certain guys have emerged, definitely at the running back position, uh, and they need to touch the ball. Uh, so we've got to utilize their, their, uh, their skill and their talent, and uh, that's going to be up to me and our offensive staff to make sure that you know, we're keeping track and we're making sure that you know, that happens. Sometimes you can call plays, and you know, they can be a primary option, but you may not get to them. You know, there are other times that you can make sure 
that the ball is in their hands. And we just have to make sure um, that we're conscious and, and, and observant and, and those guys have the ball in their hands multiple times throughout the game. Obviously, there's no uh, film on Georgia Tech with the roster as it's currently constructed. But when you look at what they were able to do last year when Brent Key did take over as the interim, as the interim, what do you think maybe stood out in terms of their identity, philosophy, and what they're overall trying to accomplish? Well, I think the last year they were number six in the nation in turnover margin, which means that uh, you know they're going to give you a lot of different looks. They're going to try to get the ball out. They're going to go for the big play, and uh, we have to make sure that we don't allow that to happen. You know, nowadays with the couple of the, the clock rule changes, there's less possessions. So if you're giving up the ball, uh, you're you're going to be in trouble. I think they want to have a, a sound running game and get the ball to their playmakers and keep the game close and get it in the fourth quarter and then find a way to win. Uh, so I just think you know. Coach Key's a former offensive lineman. He's going to work his guys hard. He's going to be tough in the trenches, uh, and we have to find a way to gain an edge in that. And I think, uh, you know, anytime you go on the road, you, you have to be prepared uh, for anything that can come up. And uh, they're going to play aggressive. They're going to play to win, and they're going to play confident. So we've got to match that and and, and figure it out and, and and try to pull out the win in the end. Yeah. All right, that was Jeff Brom getting you ready for Week One of the 2023 season in game one of the Jeff Brom era at Louisville. Lots of good stuff there. we got to go to break. When we come back, we'll react to that and react to some other news that was in the game notes that were released on Friday night, and then we'll take some texts from you guys on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. Keep it locked right here. Second hour of the Rutherford Show up next here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. Whoa, Stay cool. Boom! Boom! Did we look up like POD's not in the south at all? <laughs> Like San Diego. They are. They're from like South. I think they mentioned like San Diego and other like references. They're from San Diego. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 my memory's correct there. Absolutely. Yeah, because I think earlier in the song they say something about like Tijuana or something. Here come the boys from the South. I mean, they it's are like, from what? Southern Cal. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the <laughs> reference. But I mean, that just I. My group, yeah, like, my entire life, like, thinking that this was some sort of band from Alabama or something. <laughs> <laughs> Say they know me, though. Hour <laughs> number two here of the Monday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. We need to address something right off the bat here in hour number two, because I know the text line is going to bring it up. Today's supposed to be salad. No, we're going to bring it up. There's been a, a, a half dozen of Murray sent. Oh, I, I figured. I've not looked at the text line yet. But... Well, I see. Supposed to, I kind of forgot. I blame myself as much as anybody. You should. I was. I would have hyped this up, but I kind of forgot about it. Today's supposed to be the day that you eat a salad to ensure that you're not going to curse the entire little football season. Not supposed to. I. I will. I'll. If you, this is going to happen. If what we can do is, uh, if you want, I'll, I'll order it here, and we we can figure it out in the next twenty minutes or so. What we're going to order. Well, we don't need to spend. We don't need to do what we did last time, which is like spend the entire show figuring out what you're going to order. Well, because we, we should have figured this out beforehand. Yeah, like that's our. That's we, got, a, we have stuff to talk about today. It's game week. Well, are you telling me I'm not eating my salad today? 
I'm saying you need to like pick it behind the scenes, maybe, or pick it quickly. Well, I need to here because here's the thing. I'm a little little concerned because I, when I was looking on DoorDash, like they they you can take stuff out of a salad, but won't let me order extra cheese. So I was thinking about midrash. Am I lazy enough to order like side bags of cheese from Skyline Chili to add to it? That's a question only you can answer. I can't answer that for you. <laughs> like I don't want to. I mean, could you imagine me Skyline's going to DoorDash order just for like three side side orders of cheese? This is like I, I feel like I have this conversation nightly with my wife, where she's like, "Do I like this?" I'm like, "I don't know." No, I know what she's I like, like. Do I, do I want some, do I want bread with that? I'm like, I can't answer this question for you. Why why are you putting off all your decisions on me? I know I know what I want and like. I just don't know if it's like I feel like sh- should I order something else? I hate everything else from Skyline, but I just I know that I can get a big bag of cheddar shredded cheddar cheese from them, and I want to add that to my salad. Do you think I'd like medium? I don't have access to your taste buds. I never have. I never will. I can't answer these questions for you or for my wife. So I'm torn between Zaxby's and Outback. Okay. Well, you said you wanted a steak salad. Well, it was either that or with the grilled chicken, either one. I, like the, or the, the chicken tenders on it. Either, either one would be good. Okay. I'm thinking, so, I mean, should I go steak or should I go chicken? It's up to you. I feel like I'm just ordering at the wedding now. I mean, steak or chicken. Which one do you think would be easier for you to consume? Accompanied by lettuce and cheese and some sort of dressing. Well, the st- if if I get steak, it will. I'll probably get like the steak salad, but I'm probably gonna order another steak on top of it and just cut that up and then add it to it as well. Okay. Oh, this is gonna this this is gonna. It's one of those times where you see somebody like pouring a bunch of cream in their coffee. Like, you want some coffee with that cream? You can't eat just steak. This can't just be you eating steak. There has to be some sort of salad in the equation. We we have there's gonna be lettuce in there. Okay, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be enough. We have to have a healthy ratio here. It just can't be it, it can't be like when you have a steak sandwich and it's just steak on top of a piece of toast and you just don't eat the toast. That's the other that's thing. just eating steak. <laughs> I mean, if it's if it's if it's I mean, does it count as a salad still? If it's a regular like house salad, but like a like a fourteen ounce sirloin on top of it, fourteen ounces, <laughs> big ass salad. <laughs> I'm a big ass guy. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll, we'll get back to that in a second. Man. All right, until then, let's go to Brian Brom. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, that's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just play his opening statement. What did he say? Uh, uh, <laughs> All right, running game. Yeah, we definitely feeling feeling good about our offensive line right now. Uh, I think God, we got a lot of good pieces in the off season. Uh, a couple with some guys that that have Is that an echo? Uh, been here. Uh, that played a lot of football, so we have a lot of experience up front. It is. Um, yeah. Good. Better him than Jeff. Get off the, Get off my show, uh, Brian. Man, why is he being so quiet? You're done. Well, it's, it's Brian. That's how he talks. He's always been quiet. I mean, you can barely hear the guy. I'm, I, I, I got the volume guy. jacked up over here. He's always been a quiet guy. He's got some gray in that beard, too, I noticed. Well, we, we all do. That's, that's how it happens now. But, uh, Jeff, I thought a couple things were yeah. interesting that stood up in the press conference. One, Bye, Brian. we are never going to get, like, solid inside info from Jeff Brom. It's just, it's never going to happen. Every now and then he'll slip up with something, maybe on a radio show, and or but it, it, he's never going to give you. I mean, he's been asked now multiple times this summer about injuries, and all he said is, "Yeah, we got a couple guys that are a, a little nicked up, but I feel like we've added depth and we're going to be fine." Like no insight on who's injured and who's not. We're just you're not going to get that from him. You're not, you're not going to get any sort of game plan stuff. He's very good at saying a lot without actually saying anything, and he doesn't just do like the standard. 
cliches like, you know, well, you know, he doesn't do the choice wrong where he's going to answer every question with you got to pack your offense and your defense and your special teams. Like he says things that are interesting, but doesn't actually, they don't actually answer the question at all. So he's always fun to listen to talk, but like you, you never walk away thinking that you know an insane more about the topic at hand than you did going in. I did learn. Show, show your work. Tell, give me an example. What do you mean? Of what you're describing. Give me an example. Well, I just did when he's asked about injuries. And he okay. goes into a whole, like, you know, I think everybody at this point in the season is dealing with some guys that are a little bit dinged up. We've got some guys that are nicked up. This is where it really comes into play about adding depth. Uh, we have guys that are ready to step up. It's definitely like next man up and all that. Like he, That's what he does with kind of every question. One thing that I thought was, was interesting, though, is he talked about Haynes King, who's the Texas A&M starting – the transfer from Texas A&M is going to be the starting quarterback from Georgia Tech. And he said, we're familiar with him because I recruited him when he was at Purdue. And he, he fit the mold of quarterback that we wanted back then. He's got a great arm. He's very mobile. So I thought that was – this is not a guy that they're not going to be prepared for. He knows what he does well. He knows what he doesn't do well. And I, I thought that was a little bit interesting. The other big thing – and this is not directly related to the press conference, but so on Friday night – we get the Rocco sends out the game notes for Louisville, Georgia Tech. And the big thing with every game notes is the depth chart. There's no depth chart. And I did not realize, I probably should have done my homework here, I didn't realize he did this at Purdue the entire time he was here. Jeff Brown doesn't release depth charts. So we've got no idea what the two deep looks like going into Friday night against Georgia we Tech. We don't even get an or? We, we get nothing. We get no depth chart whatsoever. He and just put out oars. <laughs> as someone who considers myself far more of a fan than a like quote unquote media person, I've always said this because I, I understand why media gets upset about things like when Chris Mack closed the the locker room to the media, which had been open for year under Denny Crum and Rick Pitino. I get that it makes your job a lot more difficult. We get deprived of some stories that we probably should know, but I've always said you know if it's going to help the team win. And it makes my job a little bit tougher. Like that's that's I'm fine with that. I, I am first and foremost somebody who wants to see U of L athletics succeed. Obviously, I like would like to have a depth chart to discuss. I, yeah, it'd be fun to talk about who's the backup quarterback going into this game, who's the guy who, who are we going to see as the, the three starting wide receivers, who's starting in the secondary, who's not there because of maybe an injury. But we've got none of that. I'm fine with it if it's going to help us win. Like I, I that that's fine. I also do think it's sort of a novel concept, and I wonder if it's one of those things that could help you when it comes to keeping guys happy. Like, like nobody knows right now going into Friday night's game. I, I'm sure the starters know who they are, but you don't know if like, your next man up at wide receiver, if Amari Huggins Bruce gets hurt, or you don't know if your next man up at, at safety, if uh, if Josh Minkins goes down. Like, you don't know if your second, third, fourth string. That's probably going to make you, I mean, you're probably going to be more revved up for the game. Now, will it make you a little bit more let down if somebody does get hurt and you're not the guy whose number gets called? Sure. But that's a, a problem for a different day. I kind of like it. Just, it's just having like everybody of the same mindset, especially in this new era where, I mean, guys are so quick to transfer. I mean, we're going to have in-season transfers probably. You're going to have guys certainly enter the portal at the end of the season, but maybe it's keeps them hanging on a little bit if they don't have this firm piece of evidence that, like, I'm behind three other guys in my position. So, uh, again, it sounds like I'm just kind of spinning for Jeff Brom, but I can see why you would do that. I can see why this is something that you would – a tactic you would employ, not releasing a depth chart to the public ever. I don't know how it affects the team, but I like it from our aspect because it kind of – I mean, we we have more things to speculate and talk about and and, and build – not that we need help building time, especially during – at this point in in the sports radio world – from today on, but 
you know, it's, it gives us a reason to debate and argue and, and give our, our thoughts. That's so I like that. The only thing that I don't like Not that there's really a speculation on you know who our starting quarterback is. But. Right. Yeah, but there. I mean, there are positions where it's it would be interesting. Like the only thing that I am that I do not like about this is I, I'll spend the first like several plays being like, who's that? Who, who is that? Is that, wow. is, is, that, is that Willie Tyler there? Is that, is it? Where's, I, Mike, where's Michael Gonzalez? Who, who is that there? Like who's on the line? Like who who just came in? I mean, I'm 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 like that. All the way through the first probably two weeks. Of the it season. takes a little bit I of mean, time, yeah. yeah. Especially when the guys, yeah, are especially in, a, in, a, our, in our transfer portal for TV sure days too. I mean, yeah, it's going to be. I mean, what was the receipt? That, I think I don't think I ever figured out who D. Wiggins was at one any point last year. Well, I mean, that was that was a little bit of D's fault. <laughs> the only time I saw him was when he like dropped a wide open touchdown pass or something. But uh, I mean, yeah, that's, that's I'll be, you'll be we'll be do that is we'll get a lot of that. Me more than so because I have to be watching on a computer screen too on Friday. So. Now they've announced that I I just got this email. They've announced the honorary captains for this game. They they've done this the last couple of years, uh, the last couple of times we've played in this game. Because I remember when we played Auburn, who did they have? Who, who was the uh, Javon Curse was their honorary captain, and we had Dion Branch. And they go there and the, the honorary captain shake hands at midfield. Wait, and, wait, Auburn had Javon Curse. He went to Florida. You sure? Almost ninety nine percent positive on that one. Who was there? Who was their starting guy then? Maybe, maybe I am wrong. I, I could swear he went to Florida. I thought he was Auburn, but no, you're, you're right. He's Florida. Who am I thinking of then? Who was there? Was it? I, I could have sworn it was Javon Kerr. Somebody's going to have to correct me now. <laughs> Dion does the same ring a bell. I think it was Dion. I know. I know for a fact it was Dion Branch. What year was the Auburn game? It was just cutting. 2015. What was that? Oh, that's your computer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who it was. It's a good question. I mean, Auburn said a pretty good list of the players go there. So, was it Cam Newton? Would he have been? No, Cam Newton was the honorary captain. He was, yeah, he was, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking because it was 2015. It was that game. That was the year they went to the Super God, Bowl. Now this is going to drive me crazy. Uh, somebody <laughs> needs to t- hit me up on the text line. <laughs> I don't know if you can Google that. Auburn honorary captain versus Louisville 2015. Well, you should be able to because I know it was Dion Branch. And the only reason I bring this up is because I saw like. I saw Dion before the game, and he'd been uh, Tequila Spikes. God, that's thank God. Oh, good one. It's going to absolutely drive me crazy. I'm back. Yeah, I always, have always thought of like long time Bengal uh, play play for the Eagles and uh, Bills as well. For whatever reason, I've always like thought I, I've confused Tequila Spikes and Javon Curse before. I don't know why. They both played for Philly. Maybe that's what it is. But so it was Tequila Spikes and and Dion Branch. And Dion Branch comes in there. He looks like a million bucks. Like he's got this very very nice suit. Like he's he's got his Super Bowl <laughs> rings on. Like he, he's ready to go. Tequila Spikes was wearing like jean shorts and a and, and like a like, like a tank top basically. <laughs> that didn't surprise me. Kyle, and they meet and like and Tequila was like, I didn't realize you're gonna show me up. And I was like, damn. I was like, we at least won the coin toss for that game. We didn't win much else the, the rest of the day. But I was like that. So so we got the honorary captains. We've, I don't remember who they were for the Ole Miss game, but today uh, for Friday night's game, our honorary captain is going to be Amopi Okoye, mm. the youngest player in the history of college football. Koye began his college career at the age of 16 and played for the Cardinals from 2003 to 2006. Had eight sacks, 55 tackles during his senior year. Recovered three fumbles. Later became the youngest player to ever be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft at 19 when he was selected 10th overall by the Houston Texans. The honorary captain for Georgia Tech is going to be Ron Rogers. The the guy that played uh, James Bond? No. At Georgia Tech, Rodgers started 32 games where he had four sacks and four interceptions. 
He ranks third in school history with 435 career tackles. Uh, he was I'm, selected in the sixth round by the Baltimore Ravens in 1998. We win the honorary captain battle. We, we win that again. Yeah, I, when I don't even know you, dude, that's not good. Ron Rogers. I mean, that's. I noticed it didn't say that he ever played in the NFL. He was just drafted. No, the he was. He didn't because I'm actually on NFL Reference, and the first thing I, I googled his name, and it came up nothing, which means he played zero snaps. You had to play at least one snap, like you know Rudy style, to get your name, get like a page in NFL Reference. We've won. We, we we've already won the game. I mean, he does have a college. Yeah, he's not 94 to 96. I mean, he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> like the first thing I thought was like I was thinking like the. Uh, like you sure when Ron Rivers, the running back from Fresno, recently like that. I, mean, Tech's not this I know hard that guy for for a, like a, a big time they player. I mean Calvin Johnson, anybody. I mean Darren Waller's got to be on IR by now, right? He's probably available. I mean, I mean, I mean, hell, let's. I mean, if you're going to go back to '94, go back to 1990. I, there's no way Pat Swilling is busy. He's probably your most famous alum. Get us on Hall back. I mean, <laughs> make him. Make, he's get, play, get well, Anthony Allen. He, going. Did he get cut by the Browns? I don't know. Probably. The fact that they traded for a running back yesterday probably tells me that's not all. Didn't Ron right Rogers move. has a hundred and ten followers on Twitter. <laughs> I have more followers than Ron Rogers. You have ten times as many followers as Ron Rogers. <laughs> by the way, uh, Koye was our. He's still our. I always uh, he's our highest draft pick ever, right? At ten. No, 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 no. Did we have somebody? Did we have yeah, somebody we, in the fifties? Yeah, multiple times. You always say that. We've had, I think, a, a couple guys. Well, because I think he's the most modern day. Because the other one was like in the fifties, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, the guy who was like taking. He was like ninth or eighth or something like that. He went. He went. He didn't go much farther ahead, but and uh, Koye. But I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Will fans. First thing you think when you think of, of a Koye? What do you think? I mean, I don't. Maybe it's just me. Ken Cordes is the answer. No, oh, was and was it in the fifties or something? Nineteen sixty-four. Yeah, that's well, that's still technically modern, but. Uh, when I think of Moe Bikoye, I don't know, maybe it's just me, I just always think the Miami picture. I mean, I think uh, the first thing I think of is the age. Well, yeah, I guess so, yeah. I think the Miami picture for sure, and then I also think there was a picture of him when UK had Curtis Pulley at quarterback, and like Moe Bikoye is like, there's a great picture of him just like pointing right at Pulley and like looking like the most intimidating dude. This was back when we owned UK, and like, like I remember that picture as well, but he was a, uh, that and also the six sacks and the, oh, no, that, that was Doomerville. Uh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, I think probably the Miami picture, that UK picture, and just the fact that he was like 16 and getting meaningful snaps on a pretty good UFL team, which is crazy to think about. I mean, probably the Ron Rodgers got played for George O'Leary. How is this their honorary <laughs> captain? What are they doing? I mean, I even remember their quarterback, Joe Joe Hamilton. I mean, that, I would have taken him. Bring in like Bobby Kremens. <laughs> this is like where the best thing you can I mean, sit. Get Luke Shensher. Make it a basketball. I mean, captain. this wasn't even like a guy that was on it. They, they went seven and five a senior year, five and six. We're winning by six, six and five and one and ten. This guy wasn't even on winning teams. We're winning by double figures. Like I've how, never been more confident. How many people did they go down the line of calling before they got to Ron Rogers? You think they just happened to be like calling people from like a jack in the box and they looked up and they saw him walk in like, hey, wait a minute. What are you here for? Application? Oh, hey, can you take can you get can you get Friday off? Is Josh Pastner busy? I mean, it's got me cannot tell If they me. had brought back Josh Pastor for this as the honorary captain, just as like a jab at U of L fans, I would have respected it twenty times more than Ron Rogers. <laughs> I mean, this it's kind of I'm we're thinking nineties, but there's got to be other guys. I mean, I kept waiting for a new reason in the press release, like the, like the hook, like why this guy got taken. I mean, I guess fourth in tackles all time is is the big hook, but like there's nothing there. Like I, I was thinking, like you know, he saved seventy. 
children from a burning building last year. We got to honor. Like, like, there's just it was nothing. It's the most bland resume I've ever heard for somebody to have this title. They've had five All Americans since this guy. Craig Page, who I don't remember, but I would respect him more. Joe Hamilton, previously mentioned. Another offensive lineman, Chris Brown, Calvin Johnson, and current punter, I believe, for the Steelers still, Presley Harvin the third, who I would love to have him. He's a 300-pound punter. He's awesome. Make him the honorary captain. What are you doing? I mean, there's got to be. I just, I really want to talk to somebody about how the, the, the process of picking this out. I guess everybody was busy. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, I've got a great... We're going to whoop them. I feel more confident now than I did before oh, I the feel, Ron Rogers. I feel extremely... They're going to be... There's a few Georgia Tech fans there are going to be like, who? I mean, they don't even remember this guy. I, I want to say we're going to do the text line in the next segment, but I, I did want to mention this before we go to break because it's my favorite quote of the offseason so far, and it comes right before the start of the year. But Jawar Jordan was was made available to the media over the weekend, and they talked about getting more opportunities without a running quarterback now, uh, this new offense, the new system... And first, the first thing he said was this. Of course, we're going to get the ball more, and it's not going to be like RPO option type where the quarterback just scans the ball or carries the ball himself. I'm definitely looking forward to getting the ball more. It's just been good learning the playbook and learning different positions. I looked at film from Purdue and saw how they used Rondell Moore. He was lining up in the backfield or out wide, and I want to be that type of player for this team. I think he can play that role. He's been good out of the backfield catching passes the last couple of years, and certainly he's good in a traditional running back sense. But the thing that... That, that I think stood out to, to most people from his session with the media was this quote, where he talked about you know this new pro-style approach and defenses having to respect and key on the passing game and that potentially creating more lanes for him. He said, going against teams last year, they had eight-man boxes, and you could just hear them calling out our plays. <laughs> so it's kind of good that we have a more versatile offense now. I mean, does that surprise you, really? Imagine being a running back and like knowing you're about to get the ball and having like Clemson's defense be like, just calling out the play and be like, oh, well, can you check Malik? Because I, I don't want to get just driven in the ground by these 380-pound dudes in two <laughs> seconds. Uh, yeah, I, just, I, I always think back to that stat toward, toward Javion Hawkins in that Pittsburgh game. And they had like 10 guys in yeah. the box of every play. They were like, play. do something else, we dare they just, you. They, yeah, they were like, we're just going to put three defensive backs out there, one on each of your receivers, one safety deep, everybody else in the box. We're just going to dare move it. I mean, it's just like... It's it's between that and when uh, and Waterboy when he's like it's like he's in the huddle he's like turn over reading the book idiot's guide to coaching. Now the the comparison the the comparing of Brom to Satterfield didn't stop with the the running backs quarterbacks were made available to the media over the weekend as well. Uh, a lot of them had some interesting things to say, but Brock Doman, a guy who played multiple seasons for Scott Satterfield and now is going into his first and only season under the tutelage of, of Jeff said this about the, the differences in the offenses. He called them more quarterback-friendly. So there's a lot more reading involved. Last year in Sat's offense, it was very strict, like one, two, three to four, where in this offense we still have reads. But there's a little more flexibility of, hey, make a play, get the first down. There's a little more allowing you to see it differently because both Brahms being quarterbacks, they understand that my vantage point is different from anyone else's. You know, one's in the booth and one's on the sideline, but you're on the field and they just want you to take over the game. I really love that. I think you're going to see a really high level of quarterback play because of that freedom. Now, that's interesting because he's talking about how, you know, both these guys being former quarterbacks, they get it. Scott Satterfield was a quarterback, too. He, like, he, like, it's not like the Was past, he? Yes, he played quarterback at App State. Yeah, but that, that, that's, it's um, not like he didn't have some experience playing the position, but it's funny that Doman 
list that as like a gigantic <laughs> change. He's like, we have we have actual quarterbacks running our offense now. They get it. And it's like, well, Satterfield was was technically a quarterback as well. Yeah, but Satterfield. Obviously, I'm assuming he ran the option attack it at. I think he was a little bit more of a Evan Conley type. Yeah, the yeah. best comparison I think you can make. Uh, that's so, being nice, maybe. So good stuff there. I enjoy. That's funny though. <laughs> look, I mean, let's be real. When you have a changing of the guard, you always want to hear that the new significant other is superior to the old significant other, and the, the players are giving us a little bit of that, which is which is nice. Is that like Jason Williams being like, "It's glad to see Boston buy hired a black coach," like <laughs> talking about Satterfield not realizing he's a quarterback. It's it's <laughs> drastically different. I'm I'm just saying that you're missing the obvious of the past. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not exactly the same, but okay. Maybe, maybe Brock can say he got hacked. Sure. Uh, on that note, we'll take a break. When we come back, Thornton's text line, we've not heard from you guys yet. Let us know what you're thinking at 502-414-1450. Also, salad update. We'll get to see what TK's thinking. I'm I'm, I'm scrolling through here. He's going to figure it out. I've been getting some suggestions. Uh, TJ just texted me and said Chick-fil-A and uh, McAllister's are good ones. Chick-fil-A salad's good. Chick-fil-A, was it Chick-fil-A? The only problem with Chick-fil-A is it looks like the Cobb salad's like the only one they have. And I don't want to. There's wanna, no way you're going to get this done before 6 o'clock. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I like Thai, but I don't know if I really want a salad named after him. All right, we're going to break. When we come back, salad update, text line. It's happening. Rutherford Show, 1450 96.1, an update. Have you, decided, have you made your decision yet? Yeah, I love Eric Carmen. Well, <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> You're, if you you want you want to fall in love with someone's hair, look at Eric Carmen in like 1987. Dude has got the greatest 80s hair you'll ever see. Have I avoided the subject enough? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm still I'm still I don't know I'm, I mean uh, I like the Chick Fil A idea. Zaxby's is tempting as well because I can also order some extra tenders to put on top of it. Um, and but I mean, what what do you what do you think? As far as this is like this is a big deal. This is like you know like like you know realizing you know Terry Reed found the perfect moment to lose a virginity to the guy from Rookie of the Year. I mean, this is this is a big decision for me. Hopefully, it goes better than that. Yeah, because the first time that's what happened. I, I, the last thought I got, you know, was it hurt too much? It was clumsy. Stop. It was sloppy. And Stippler's brother was in the in the closet yelling, "You're gonna bleep." There was multiple spitting <laughs> happening too. <laughs> it went poorly. Wow, that comparison just really kind of synced up a lot better than I thought it would. <laughs> but it's it is <laughs> not much of that was said. But it is a very important decision. Uh someone just said takes roadhouse. They're not on DoorDash. Who's not? Roadhouse. Well, it's gonna be an issue for you. Roadhouse. 
I mean, I I think that you would like a fast food salad, but I I don't know. You're so your system just straight up rejected the last <laughs> salad that we had. It was like it was almost like you, you couldn't really help it. It was just like an instinct thing. It just you instinctively spit out the salad when you it touched your mouth. Well, now now initially I tried the. Um, so I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah, no, initially I tried to do the the what was what was the dressing I had with it. It was like a strawberry. Um, yeah, I think it was strawberry something. And it was nasty. Oh, you do not like the dressing. No, it was not, so I had to put the dressing aside. I think I could have been strawberry okay. Strawberry vinaigrette, I think. Yeah, I think it was. It, it was. It was disgusting either way. I think the problem with the last sound was. <laughs> Sorry, my next door email up. It was beware of a cat attacking in St. Matthews. And that's all I could think of. High alert in St. Matthews. I'll be honest Sorry. with you. If if I didn't know my mom couldn't get on that website, I would swear <laughs> they get to. There's a neighborhood cat that she that 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 fights with Laura outside our house, and it's driving her insane. Like she's like she's like she's going outside the other day screaming at this yellow cat. She's like, go away! (laughs) Right now, I'm just like, good lord. (laughs) Sorry. Like there's my mom is the reason why I can't be embarrassed by walking outside in my underwear. Like there's no way I I can be embarrassed. My house can be more embarrassing. Documentary like I need air. Yes. So, um, where was that on my salads? Or, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, some kind of, yeah, and the last problem, the problem with the last salad is, A, it was, the, the, the dressing was disgusting. B, the, the lettuce wasn't, like, crispy. Like, I want, I want, like, lettuce that I guess I'm going to get on, like, my burger. Like, can I throw, like, five burgers and take the lettuce off of each one and then make that a salad? I don't know, but, like, the lettuce was, like, like I don't know, it was, like, sloppy and... And then the, the it said it came with fruit, but the fruit was disgusting. And then you like, like the strawberry, the strawberry, the strawberries and the grapes were good, I guess. Okay, but then they gave me like raw chicken, which was disgusting. It's not and raw; it was just cold. It was that's what do you think raw is? It's cooked. It's just cold. The same difference. No, it's not. Tomato, tomato. It's the same thing. So yeah, I just yeah, I, I need some. I want, I want, I want hot meat. <laughs> Somebody please save that. <laughs> Just play it constantly on the show. That's gonna be your brain tone. I want hot you're, meat. You're calling Mike Rutherford. You meet Mike Rutherford. <laughs> I want hot meat. <laughs> you were so passionate about it. Well, because it's a. I'm a child. I, it's all right. I'm I'm not far from you. This is 16 year old Trevor on the show today. 70 year old Trevor will be here when the salad comes. I, I, but yeah, I, I, want, I think that's more like <laughs> six-year-old Trevor. I mean, well, if you if you loved my first expression, then you'll love the second one. I know I do. I want hot meat. I want lots of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's that's all. I'm glad I could cheer you up. Stop. This is juvenile. You should be on the show when Peter Jerkin <laughs> signed with Indiana. I don't think they'll. We spent an hour just giggling. <laughs> Um, I, I, and I want my lettuce crisp. I don't want soggy lettuce. Okay, so hot meat, lots of it. Lots of hot meat. Crispy lettuce. Crispy lettuce. Lot a good amount of cheese. Um, and I mean, I guess I don't want tomatoes. I hate tomatoes. Um, I don't want what other, what other vegetables come in a salad. I don't want eggs. I don't want the cob salad. I hate raw, raw eggs. Are disgusting unless they're scrambled. Or they're, they're the fake eggs that you get on a McMuffin. I mean, what what else comes on a salad? That's it, right? Just che- cheese, meat, and I don't want dressing. We get, you got to get dressing. I don't want dressing. Why do I have to get dressing? Because it's a salad. Light dressing. 
No. I don't want dressing. You just eat like a chicken wrap, basically. Can I order that? No, it's not, okay. that's not a salad. It's the whole point. I mean, if it comes in a bowl and it's lettuce based, isn't that a salad? No, not necessarily. How, why not? Isn't that, the, isn't that the premise of a salad? Are you trying to ruin the season? Is my question. You've already gotten MJ hey, Griffin. You're, the, you're the one that hasn't watched the movie yet. To That's screw not part of the equation. Yeah, so we lose Georgia Tech and I eat a salad. It's not, on you. Not part of the equation. Definition of a salad. <laughs> How many times is it? Uh, a cold dish or various mixtures of raw or cooked vegetables. Usually, usually, usually doesn't say have to, but usually seasoned with oil, vinegar, or other dressing, sometimes accompanied by meat, fish, or other ingredients. I mean, this doesn't really give me a great definition. Webster's just not helping out much at all here. All right, let's take some text. 502 414 Save us, Texas. The Thornton's text line. We've ignored you. God, there's so many texts now. Oh, I looked up. We've got like 50 something texts. Yeah. Texas, today's the day. Don't mess this up, TK. First text. <laughs> Texas, I feel like even Mike had to smile hearing what Aaron Rodgers had to say about Makai Becton. I did like. Oh, I didn't hear that. Did he say something good? Yeah, he had a whole night. You know, Makai looks like he's going to be a starter this year on the offensive line. He's really, after a few tough years, it's a matter of staying healthy. For rededicated himself. He's back to being healthy. And, you know, Rodgers said, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing what can happen if you really, like, open your arms up and, you know, embrace somebody and, and, Build them up and say, you know, kind of find the right way to motivate them, and that's what's happened with Makai. It was it, it was a cool thing to hear. I mean, I'll say this: like Aaron Rodgers annoys me far less now that he's out of the <laughs> the, the same division as the Lions. Well, um, that's, yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a friend from law school, shout out uh, Patrick, who always sends me a happy birthday text with like a Aaron Rodgers thing, and he did it yesterday, and I was like, this doesn't bother me now. It's it's done. First of all, we we ended his career. We ended Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. We kept him out of the playoffs. We swept them last yeah. year, and now he's he's just a jet. He's just a jet doing jet stuff. So it does not bother me. He's like, right. good luck finding a Jordan Love gift to send me. <laughs> I I can completely I understand where you're coming from because I was kind of same way with Irvin and, and Aikman in Dallas, and Eagles. I know we get crap for the Irvin thing, but uh, we technically ended both their careers. I mean, Aikman. It's a good would, feeling. Yeah, I mean, now well, granted they were both because of injuries. We injured them to the point where they had to retire. Which is why I always like to tell Cowboy fans Emmett Smith ran off to Arizona. He's afraid to play us again. But the uh, yeah, but that's still yeah, it is kind of a well maybe without injury, but still kind of a good feeling. And I, I have since interviewed Michael Irvin and asked asked him about it, and he said he had never had a problem with the booing because he said they only boo the people that they, they, they hate, and they hated me because I beat them up all the time. So he took it as respect. My guy Timmy Smith says, "Tell Trevor that uh, McAllister's loads up the chicken." Well, I'm getting extra. I'm getting extra meat, no matter where I order from. Like, if I order from Zaxby's, which is still in the running, like we should, we should get these people on the phone and see if we can get a free one out of this. Our guy Ross also DM and said, "What's the address? I've got this. I'll do Trevor Wright. He won't even have to worry about it." I don't know if he's talking about salad, landscaping, or something else. But it kind of creeps me out. He wants to bring me a homemade salad. I don't know if I. That's yeah. I don't know if I can handle that. I, yeah, you. That's a lot of trust. That's a lot. That's a lot of <laughs> I said I wanted hot meat. That's not what I meant, buddy. <laughs> we also have multiple people like offering to I know salad cut the rest of our grass, which is nice. Why is everybody so obsessed with our grass? I'm not gonna make you. I'm not gonna make anybody do that. <laughs> I didn't know salad has its own category on DoorDash. I'm sure it does. It's right next to Ramon. 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 Raymond. Is it Raymond? Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know what you're talking about. Ramen. Ramen? But why is it like, shouldn't it be an O-M-E-N? 
Oh, I'm trying between ramen and smoothie. Okay. Texas, I live out in J-Town. We got hit the hardest by the storm. Our power was out from 11.30 Friday night until Sunday morning at 9. That's a tough – that's, that's tough. We lost power at Taylorsville. Josh – because Josh, poor Josh. I felt – oh, man, Josh had a horrible weekend. Like, he has the bats game out in Taylorsville, and he lives over here. So he has to drive – like, it's like, you know, our scenario. So he drives over to Taylorsville the game, and he gets canceled, obviously, as everything else did in Louisville. And then on top of that, they lost power. So he's a, and I don't know when it came back on. I know we had it on on Saturday, but my friend who lives in that neighborhood next to him, he still doesn't have power. Yeah, over until road. And uh, then on top of Josh had to come back in do a double header. Uh, it, it started at four o'clock, and when I left here from say next game on Saturday night at like I think it was around nine thirty or so, he was still like in the fourth inning of the second game. Like I, he was up there for a good seven hours doing baseball. I, I've long weekend for Josh, so. Sorry, buddy. Texas, I think I played TK in Madden last night. <laughs> TK eat that damn salad. And it looks like the the person that they played in Madden, their their screen name was uh, Frick Salads. No, you know, mine's Bacon 1450. So that's my stage my my screen name. You use the station's address in your in your Madden handle. That's a lot of uh a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah, because I'm cool like that. Uh, and no, uh, it wasn't me. I have Madden. I actually haven't played Madden yet. I'm still I'm doing the baseball thing. Texas says, forget about ignoring it. Let's get. I say let's get all of our talk about potentially losing this game, which could certainly happen, out of our system on a Monday and turn to unbridled optimism for the rest of the week. Oh, loss, man. Are we doing a show on the fourth, by the way? I think we'll do what we did last year, which is it depends on what happens in the game. <laughs> no, I thought we did. No, because you did a show, the original, I wasn't here for the, the post-Ole Miss game. The Ole Miss game. game, I did a show. You did, and I could have swore we did one for Syracuse, right? I think we ended up doing it, because it was so bad that people wanted to hear the show. <laughs> well, in that case, you might as well say yes, because if we lose, no matter how we lose, one or a hundred, it's going to be bad. Yeah. And a win's going to be a win, so I mean, you might, I mean, I guess you're, I'm assuming you're saying yes. Texas says it's less than a 10-point spread. I'm not sure why every single U of L fan has a slam dunk saying we're 100% winning this game. I mean, it's, it's an eight-point spread at some places. I know, like, DraftKings has it at 7.5. So, yeah, I mean, this is a, it's a game that the rest of the country looks at and says, you know, not a toss-up, but certainly not a given that Louisville's going yeah. to win. And we are very confident. Now, I, see, I did see Bill Connolly, who does the S&P ratings for ESPN, his system has Louisville winning this game, I think, 31-15. to 15. So he's got the spread more around two touchdowns. Uh, I choose to side with Bill Connolly and the, the the nerd numbers. I mean, also, I mean, I'm not saying like your gambling experience texture isn't like is is minor, but I mean, you're over if you're you're like under ten. Well, yeah, if you're over, you're under ten, but over seven, that means that they're not expecting slam dunk, but they're expecting very confident victory for Louisville. I mean, if there was any doubt in the in the gamblers, it would be below seven. But still, what he's saying is like every Louisville fan is just kind of assuming victory. Which we did last year with a yeah, but that's what fans do. Largest, not necessarily. I mean, have you not met Louisville fans? We are very well. I mean, yeah, I know. Especially since the Ole Miss game, I was optimistic that we weren't, weren't going to have a chance. But that's the proper way of saying it. But it's not okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. You can be optimistic about not having a chance, it's right? The worst possible way you could have no, said. You can't because optimistic seven. is being positive, right? Uh, we got to move on. We've made it. Th- okay. we, we have more texts now than we did when we started. <laughs> That happens when we speak. One of us. <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to take the credit, but okay. 
There's just not only is TK the only person I know that has the Pac-12 network, he's the only person in America that now knows they have the Pac-12 network. <laughs> you are Your status as an enigma <laughs> continues to grow. I don't know anybody else who has the Pac-12 network, and you just casually have it and you're watching USC play San Jose. Well, it, 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 I don't know if you have Spectrum. It's like 860. It's like the most weirdest part. Like there's, that's the reason why no one's ever found it. It's, it's like four spots ahead of the BYU network. Which I have found myself watching on occasion because for some reason they show Rudy on there a lot, which I never understood why. Notre Dame won by a lot on Saturday. I saw that, yeah. I didn't bet him, though. Was, I, uh, we both said we're going to watch that game. I watched the first two quarters. I'm like, I can't. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not that desperate anymore. Well, it's 28 nothing. I can't watch any more of this blowout. I unfortunately didn't get to watch as much as I wanted to because I had to come up here and, and do the football, high school football game, which didn't take long, but still. Ross says he can DoorDash Logan's Roadhouse for you. That's okay, Rod. That's all right, buddy. I appreciate that. I'm look, I'm still looking through stuff. I'm 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 on Panera Bread right now, checking out what they look like. We're not gonna be able to do this during the air on the air now. What are you talking about? If I get here by five thirty, to me, I, mean, I feel like you're gonna need to build yourself up for at least forty five minutes. I mean, uh, do you, are we gonna do it on the air? Are we gonna? I mean, do we tease it and do uh, do a, like a video of out, after after the show? And then, well, we did the video on the air last time, so. I mean, people want to people want to hear you eat the salad. You have to eat the whole thing while we're on the air, but you need to start the process. Before okay, we well then I'll get it ordered here in the next ten minutes. Then, I mean, ideally we could have the start the salad at the start of the show, and you could have just periodically eaten it throughout the three hours. I could have done that because I'm kind of hungry. Actually, that's a that's a good thing too. Is I'm hungry right now. Would you rather just do that tomorrow? Like have the salad here, start eating at three, and then we can just you can slowly eat it throughout the show. Ooh, what was that? What was that? That's not a good sound. It was just like something just popped. I don't know what it was. It did sound like a gunshot back there. Yeah, there's only like three things next to me. What was that? Okay. The ghost that brought your Gatorade Zero back now taking aim at you. Right, I texted Scoots about that, and he said it wasn't here for KRC. So he's, just, he's, t- he's saying, I guess, Gary has something to do with it. Okay, I haven't read the description yet, but Panera Bread has a teriyaki chicken and broccoli bowl listed under salad. Okay. It's not salad. It's listed under salads, though. It's right below Greek and above Southwest Caesar. You're screwing around with the season right now. <laughs> hey, I'm at least doing my part under Suicide Kings. I, that was not part of the equation. <laughs> you know you're never going to God, God help us if we don't leave Georgia Tech. You don't watch that damn movie. Texture says, great choice you. of music, TK. Turn the page on third and nine. Quarterback runs to the short side of the field. Go get him, Jeff. <laughs> I just did it because you 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 made the reference of turning the you said that earlier. Page. You like how I get like my you like my birthday text. I did like it. Not even close. You used it. Not even close in the in the birthday text. Like it made it. me smile. It was nice. Thank you. Texture says, "Do you think Brom sounds like he is confident with his squad?" It's hard to tell. I mean, I, I mean, Brom sounds like that all the time. He does. Like it, he's. I mean, you hear like every now and then he'll say something. I'm like, damn. I'm like, that sounds kind of. Sounds like he's a little lukewarm on that, but you just like then you go back and watch his old press conferences, yeah. and I think he's the same. I, I think what you're going to see is it's going to be he'll be relatively monotone until we get to the game Friday, and then they'll have U of L will release a pregame speech where he's going nuts, he's excited, and then you're going to be like, okay, this, I, this is the real. Deal. I think that's why some people are worried right now is because they they hear those those locker room things he does, and they see him in this, and they're like, he sounds depressed. I mean, he just, that's any press conference, you're right, any press conference Jeff's going to do, he's going to sound monotone, he's going to be kind of, I mean, not down, but he's going to, he's going to be, he's going to keep, he's going to say some things interesting maybe, 
But he's not going to like. She's not going to let the excitement burst out. Locker room. That's a different Jeff. I think he was. I mean, I think he's also like legitimately honest about certain things. I mean, college football is the only major American sport where you don't get a glimpse at your team in any sort of game-like atmosphere until that first game. There's no exhibition games like there are in college basketball, no preseason like there is in college football, no preseason like there there is with NBA and the NFL, no spring training. Uh, it's just, it's bam. We've seen some fall practices. We know they've scrimmaged a couple of times, but we've never actually seen this team line up against somebody else and show what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, like most head coaches feel like they've got a good sense of who can do what. You never know for sure until you see them on the field for the first time. And and so I'm, he's probably not willing to go all in with a lot of stuff. I, I, I do think that based on his comments this entire summer, and even dating back to the spring, it's pretty apparent that he feels very confident about the running backs that he's got. I think he loves Jawar. I think he likes Maurice Turner. I think he likes Isaac Garendo. I think he feels good about their ability to run the football. But everything else, he stayed away from being, you know, he, he hasn't come out here and been like, Jack Plummer, the fact that he's not first team preseason all ACC is a disgrace. Like, he's not he's not doing any of that stuff. And I think it's because he just, you know, you don't know for sure until you get out on the field and see them play somebody else. And we're not going to see that until Friday. What is uh, or, or A-R-U-G-U-L-A? Arugula. What's arugula? It's the type of letters that you would not like. I would not get it. Okay. Steer clear. I, the, 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 the strawberry salad has wild arugula with crisp romaine lettuce. We've already been here before. This is this is what led you down the wrong path last time. Okay. I'm going to take your work because I don't know. I mean. It is crisp. I don't think you would like the taste. I usually know my. I, I'm usually an expert when it comes to lettuce, but this is this is more your, your style. So I'm Are gonna, you really? Well, the devil's version. Okay. I, I see where you're going. <laughs> no that's, that's my fault. Yeah. It's no, a Monday. Seriously, Hand dude. up. Hand up. That's on me. Texas, TK, could I interest you in a fantasy football, college fantasy football league? You would be our 10th, and the draft is Wednesday at 8. This Wednesday? Yes. Um, I don't know. What's uh, college? How's, how's that go? Do you like just draft players or teams? or? I have no idea. Uh, text, I'm going to text you back out of the show. I might be into it. Okay. Texas, I'll look for that text. I'll, I'll, I'll text you if you're listening. I'll, I'll text you back after the show. Texas says, I hope Eastern Kentucky drops 60 on Scott's D. Is that who they play? Apparently. <clears throat> I haven't wanted Eastern Kentucky to win a football game this badly since they had UK on the ropes a few years ago. Remember that game where they should have won in overtime? Yeah, yeah, not, not, I remember, yeah. Um, I mean, as a Western as a, as a Western uh, attendee, uh, I, I probably shouldn't root for I like EKU in any way, but, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, go Colonels, isn't it? It's the Colonels, right? Is the Colonels, right? Yeah. Okay. I said, think about it for a second. The other one they play in like Tyson Kids Stadium, and that's the coach that they had there forever. I believe that's correct. Something kid, I know that. I, I think I'm getting the wrong name for Tyson Kid was a wrestler, but um, yeah, something kid, Roy Kid or something stadium. Roy Kid, I believe is correct. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Go EKU, baby. Go EKU. Woo! Get it done. Texture says, uh, put a little butter on the steak before you heat it up. It will keep it moist. Put the extra cheese in the notes section of the order. On DoorDash, if you want to make it. Uh, hopefully, they do accept it, and I will. Texas, Mike, some places don't allow you to do uh, special stuff. This is Mike. Can you give a short explanation of your beef with Brian Brom? It's funny every time it comes up, but I have no idea where it started. That's the best part. Well, yeah, it's um, it all started. It, it, there, there, there was a woman involved. I'm sure. <laughs> no, it's several it, actually. In all honesty, I've just I've known Brian for a long time. We grew up playing sports and against he's been each other. His girl ever since, and then played uh, together. At base, and I've always just given him a hard time I, about the fact that when in our one 
solo head-to-head quarterback battle. Uh, I took him to the house. In your what good. battle? Like, I started quarterback in eighth grade for Holy Trinity. He started quarterback in seventh grade for St. Bernard. And let's just say St. Bernard didn't score, and we scored a lot. So he can mm. suck it. And you're better at baseball than him too, right? Clearly better at baseball. There's no debate about that. But, yeah, we just always gave Brahma a hard time because we – you know, we love him. We knew he was going to be way more famous than, than we were after we graduated high school. So I, I love Brian, but we've always been fake enemies. But he's the man, in all seriousness. But he's never coming on the show. Ever. <laughs> no one's every other Brom, the every Brom but Brian series will continue. I'm going to have his two kids on. I'll have his, his wife on, who I love, and I will not have Brian on. It's going to happen. Get Mark on. It's, gonna, it's, it's all happening. Texas, Trevor, do you think you could survive a plane crashing into water by jumping out at the last second? Don't even don't think about it. <laughs> well, I You're mean, adding fuel to the text line. No, I mean, how is that? Wait a minute. No, that's not like last second. Like how far up? I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's can I get far enough from the the plane that, that won't like the explosion? I, I, don't, I don't know. That's, is that possible? No, it's not possible. No, I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? How, I mean, don't, I'm going to be the ale and say, how big is this window? That's, the first, that's actually why I paused for a second. <laughs> but then I remember they have doors that open. Because, <laughs> you know, that's how we how get How big in. is this door? <laughs> I mean, what if I jump out like the, do they have a like. <laughs> now I'm envisioning it and I can't stop. I'm not big, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like. Like, how high up am I? <laughs> just your hair going, you blowing in the wind. Are we talking about, like, a 747 here? Because if this is, like, a little... The answer to every scenario is no. <laughs> no, because if we're, if we're in, like, a... Like a, a Stop. A, no, if we're, like... You're a, encouraging a, them. <laughs> Picture this. Picture this. <laughs> have, go, sit down, cross legs, story time with TK now. Oh, God. So, like, so if we're, if we're coming down in, like a, two, uh, like, a small prop plane or something, and I jump out, say, what... 50 feet above the water, maybe? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not encouraging this. I mean, I think if I, if I jump at a right angle. You're dead. No, I'm, I'm the, the plane key is like, going to go and hit like down somewhere else. I mean, I'm going to drown or get eaten by sharks, maybe, but, you know, unless, unless we're like solely crashing. In, in, right, in you a, need to refocus yourself because if you don't order this, <laughs> this salad in like three minutes, it's not going to get it. Well, but I'm looking at chicken. That, that's the next question I have for you. Are you ready for I this? I think that we need to just. Do salad day tomorrow, and you can get the, come in with the salad. Decide what you want tonight. Come in with the salad at three, and then eat it periodically throughout the show, so we can make sure that you finish that bad boy. What do you think? Right it, now, it's going to get here at like five thirty-five, and then we're just going to get you starting it. <laughs> the catch this we now know the reason for the next tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> that hurt, man. <laughs> the visual that I have is just. Like your hair is like just flying as you like leap out. I'm, I'm picturing me jumping. Yeah, I mean, and it's 747. No, because I couldn't jump far enough where the plane would hit, and I'd probably you can't do it in any pl- any aircraft carrier. Well, an aircraft carrier, no, that'd be big. Any plane, any, any sort of aerial vehicle, vessel, anything. No. What about like in Titanic? When- no, no. All right, let's come to a conclusion because it's five o'clock. Are, are you going to try to order this? Do you want to do this today? It's supposed to be salad day, but we're running out of time. Or do you want to? Your can, show, you pick. D- don't do that. Oh yeah. Oh god, don't, don't make me. Sorry to make you maybe the bad guy. Maybe. Well, you've got the, the, it's, the honest is on you to pick the salad that you want to eat. How close are you to that decision? You're not close. That's the issue. Well, I was just looking at Chick Fil A in the south. It's been an hour already. Well, I haven't been looking the whole time because when I look, I get distracted and you get mad. 
We've <laughs> you've been looking off and on for the last hour. Can I just order like a side salad and add, buy the stuff and add to it? Do I have to order like a a, a, a specialty salad? I, I I don't know. All right, we gotta go to break. Five o'clock hours next. <laughs> maybe we'll decide this. Maybe we won't. Who knows? It's supposed to be salad day. What kind of lettuce does Chick Fil A have? Fast food restaurant lettuce. Here on fourteen fifty ninety six one. Big X. We'll be right back. Is that good? I don't know. Back in five o'clock hour here, the Monday edition of the Mike Brothers Show, aka Salad Day, here on 1450 and the Big X. It's ordered. The salad's been ordered. It's, it's official. Ordered. It's done. He went Chick fil A. It happened quickly. Uh, quickly let the people know 20 to 20, 20 minutes, it says. So, 20 minutes. So, we, so for the last segment today, Trevor will be eating the salad that's going to save the 2023 football season. What's on this salad? Uh, it's uh, it's got it's it's a I just ordered a regular house salad. I didn't go with like one of the fancy Cobb salads or something. You also ordered like fifty chicken nuggets to put on the salad. <laughs> a twelve piece and an eight piece. So but, twenty chicken nuggets to go on the salad. Not all of them might not go on it. I might I might somewhere just maybe because I like the chicken nuggets. Also ordered a, a bowl of chicken noodle soup. Not to do anything with the salad, but just because I like their chicken noodle soup. Okay. I made later. I'll you for that. Yeah. Um. No, I just you know I started thinking about it. Like I kept looking at all these fancy salads, like the, the salad place I ordered from the first time, and you know, like these Cobb salads and these spices and this and that. And it's not me. I'm I'm not a I'm not a, a fancy guy. I'm blue collar man. I'm lunch pail, uh, you know, working on construction. I, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm, an, I'm a man's man. He's a man, a man's man. A little Stephen Regal reference there for you. I mean, that's so you. Know, you know, except you know, I don't I don't do all the work stuff. I'm lazy, but I, if I if I wasn't lazy, that would be me. So I'm I figured, you know what? Side salad, a man salad, a working man salad. That <laughs> fancy, you know, strawberries and so you've and, got and lettuce, eggs and you got lettuce, you've got chicken, you've got cheese, you've got bacon bits, which you added. Yeah, I actually ordered two, a double order of bacon bits. They wouldn't let me, I, and I was able to order extra cheese, but they only let me order one extra cheese. They wouldn't let me order a second one. And they don't do special instructions, so I couldn't request another bag of Did cheese. Did you get any sort of dressing? No, no dressing. You're raw dogging it. I did. <laughs> You've watched Shrinking, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah, of course you have, yeah. That's, I will never think it, and I hear that nothing. Yeah. That's not what that means. So just chicken, <laughs> lettuce, Cheese and bacon. Uh, yeah, and it did come with uh, now. I almost okay. when I ordered the nuggets, it did offer me uh, you know cheese dip, but I, I said you said cheese doesn't melted cheese doesn't count as dressing, so it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's like marshmallow cream counting as dressing. Does it? No. Oh, crap. Uh, we also got a, a little. Oh, bit of... it does come with tomatoes in it, but and it wouldn't let me like take those out. I don't want my grape tomatoes, so you can get them out. Yeah, I picked. I picked it up. We've also got a, a little bit of updated news. I, I mentioned we haven't really gotten into the conference realignment stuff yet, but there's no. been all sorts of news about SMU, Stanford, and Cal. It sounds like this is probably going to happen. Maybe. 
Possibly. Likely. Who knows? But the vote was going to be tonight. Was the, the latest word. All the presidents of the ACC were going to meet tonight, and there was potentially going to be a vote. That meeting has been postponed following the, the on-campus shooting that happened today at UNC. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, so the most American news possible. We will have a delay on this college football expansion news because of a, a school shooting. So Everything okay? I mean, is it, is I think it? that I – mean, we don't, don't really know. I, I saw that they the labs where it took place are still under lockdown, but other students have been allowed to – come out so and we had we had one in louisville uh, last night i guess it, it crossed in the spaghetti factory two people got shot and, and killed and six other people got shot so but the as far as the expansion goes we will uh we'll, we'll find out in the near future it sounds like momentum is building towards adding these teams with stanford and cal taking 30 percent, being like 30 percent members for the first uh seven years and smu taking no money for the first seven years so good deal for the acc i guess we'll find out what happens I mean, I mean, if you're an SMU fan, and there are some of them, does this not kind of bother you? You have to pay and tell them you're not going to take any money for like multiple years, just so they would let you in your group. No, because look at the alternative. The alternative is you're left out forever. You don't have a seat at the table. Well, that's a good point. I guess. So I think that you you got to do what you got to do, which is what their big money boosters have said. Like we don't we don't care about the money. We'll take care of that part of it. We just we need a place at the table because this is if we don't get one now it feels like we're going to be left out forever. So it's not the dumbest thing in the world uh, for them to go ahead and do this, even though it seems very silly. And for the ACC, I guess the the take is worth a give. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, it's gonna, it's all going to be interesting. I mean, taking Stanford and Cal, you get all their sports now. There were some rumors that this was going to be just for football, <laughs> but you're getting like, all of Stanford's national championships. You get to now make those claims about the school that wins the Directors' Cup every single year as an ACC member and all that stuff. So I guess there's value Damn, I there. I wish I cared about that. I know, but th- there's value <laughs> for the league, I'm sure, in there. And, and also, I mean, the ACC, they still do care about the academic tradition of their, their, their programs, and certainly Stanford and Cal are very well-known academic institutions on the West Coast. So there's something there. It's just for the, the spotlight sports, it's not a gigantic ad. No. Um, Not recent. They could be, though. I mean, we said Cal and, and Stanford have had their time in the spot. I mean, Stanford particularly more than Cal, but have yeah. been good at football before. We talked to we, we talked a little bit about that today. We played the Jeff Brown press conference earlier. We talked about not having a depth chart. We talked about Jawar Jordan's uh, quote about teams knowing Scott Satterfield's plays and how he's excited for that not to be the case this year. So we, we've talked a lot of football today. We've not gotten – the text line has been hopping all day, and we haven't gotten to a lot of you guys. So we're going to try to do as much of that – in the 5 o'clock hours we can. And then the salad's going to be here at 5.30, so that's going to distract us as well. So we'll take some text now and try to get through as, as much as we can here. Good luck. Texture says, this take isn't it. We all love Jeff, but you need to put a depth chart out for fans and media. Well, he's not. Actually, I mean, for fans, it's for fans more than media, right? Like I said, a, a, as media, you know, despite, you know, I guess we're as close as we can be to it without being it. But, I mean, we like I said, it's almost – more enticing for us to not have it, right? It's definitely it builds intrigue. Yeah, it sure. does. It gives us more to talk about without it. So, I mean, as a fan, though, yeah. Well, I, don't th- I don't agree with that. I think we would have more to talk about with it than we yeah. would without it. I mean, we're just, you know, there's intrigue. Like, we can't, like, hey, who do you think's the third string left tackle? Yeah, we but should. no one, we're never going to talk about third string left tackle anyway. I mean, we're talking about the left tackle. Who's third string left tackle? I mean, I have no idea the third string left tackle. We don't have a Because we have a depth chart. <laughs> Texture says, Trevor wouldn't. <laughs> Trevor wouldn't last two hours doing construction. Oh, 100 percent. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't last two minutes. But like, you take away like actually the working like the manual labor part of it and being outside. 
and like you know being in shape. I, I, aside from all that, I am blue collar as they come. Gold swagger, blue collar. Just read the poster, buddy. Outside of like the actual makeup of the definitions, you're as blue collar as they get. Yeah, I'm not gonna be technical about stuff. Texas says, UNTK should do a meet and greet kind of thing at one of the Louisville football games. I need a TK poster on my fridge, majorly. They would see. The Texas- I want a U poster doing the George Costanza pose. <laughs> oh, I would do that. Yeah, I'd do that in a heartbeat. Autographing left and right. <laughs> I mean, listen, they they didn't want me coming out to the fair with you. So I mean, if you, they just sloth no out of the basement because <laughs> you're an embarrassment. Of all places, okay. the fair is the one place <laughs> I, I don't think I would be an embarrassment. They did not keep you here because you're an embarrassment. <laughs> I think if I mean if anything, the fair would have been my. I'm thinking I don't know. I saw the, 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 the I might not have been the right person for that booth, but I mean, you <laughs> wouldn't <laughs> be glad you missed. Odds are, I would have said something that probably would have made somebody mad. <laughs> I, I have a tendency of doing that. You're the only one I can't piss off. I've been two years and I've been trying. I still can't do the damn thing. <laughs> I'm too happy to look a lucky guy. <laughs> Texas says, uh, t- did Roush say that a player on Vandy reminded him of Reggie Bush today? <laughs> Texture's like, and this is how mad the texture got. This is his first ever text to the show. Wow. Nick saying that Vandy player reminded him of Reggie Bush might be the worst take I've ever heard. Is he talking about the freshman they got? The, I don't know, but it made me laugh. I think when his name's Alexander, he was a like decent recruit out of Texas. He was like a three, he was a three star, but like some four star level uh, running back out of Texas. They went to Manorbilt. True freshman. I don't think he played that much though in the game, but. Uh, the next text is from Pony Row One. It says, very confused that Roush wouldn't send a birthday. I don't know if this is about me or not. It said, very confused that Roush wouldn't send a birthday text. I can kind of see his point about it being fake and not super genuine, but even if it's not totally genuine, why not fake it to make someone feel special and important? Head-scratching stuff there, Mr. Nicholas. I bet this is about, because TJ did text me yesterday on my birthday. Oh, that was nice of him. And Roush didn't. Well, that's, that's not I don't know cool. if I have Roush's number. Do you not have Roush's number? I probably do. For some reason, Roush is like... I'll make, well, you have an iPhone too, but like I do have Rash's number. Randomly, like why is it some people's pictures will show up on my my phone with their number, but some don't? You got because they they've like updated their because iOS. Roush is one. It's like this picture of him drunk at a bar. <laughs> so every time he calls, like his head just like pops up on my phone, full full screen Roush head too. Yeah, that's I have some people like like my wife's like <laughs> yeah. that on my phone, and like and for some reason Scoots is like a, a cartoon character version of him. I don't know why. Like it's like it's like it's like a caricature cartoon picture that looks supposed to look like him. I guess. Yeah, Scoots also didn't text me. Now I'm assuming. I don't it's know. Be an awkward round of golf on Friday. I'm just gonna hang out with TJ the entire time. <laughs> the other two just didn't text me. Now he could have been referring just because uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but today is Matt Jones's birthday. I did know that. Okay, I know because of Facebook only, but really, yeah. well, I always know that we are one day apart. But you're, you're you come first. <laughs> always. <laughs> The, by the way, Chick-fil-A is preparing my order, and my dasher is heading to the store. It looks like he's almost there. Hurry up. Well, you The know, fate of a football season depends on this dasher. Wait, wait, wait. What's the dasher's name? Uh, it doesn't say the name yet. It just says it arrives in 16 to 18 minutes. Okay. When It usually does give you a name, though, at some point. Rush to text Matt Jones. Should we text Matt Jones? God, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> on air. Should I text him? Face What do you think he would do if I texted him and said, hey, man, long time no talk to. <laughs> Happy birthday. Sorry, Brom's going to make your life hell. We'd love to talk about getting you on the Big X sometime. Would you like to come on and talk about Brian Brom and Georgia Tech this week? we got a spot for you, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. 
How do you do? You feel like you're going to be the heel of the new wrestlers documentary? Uh, somebody sent in a link to a tweet from ESPN. I have to load that because everything takes a salad part. Uh, part two. The second bite is going to be amazing. Bear GT. I mean, here's the thing. Also, I'm, I'm I, my stomach's kind of ground right now. Like I'm kind of hungry, and so that's a good sign, right? Yeah, it's it, it's good for us. <laughs> Oh, it, it, the, the, I finally got the tweet alert. It's a link to Herm Edwards weighing in on the Louisville scandal from 2017, where he's like, that's your job to know your your program, the name of the program, to know what's going on with your program. And now we found out, of course, that Herm Edwards, uh, Arizona State, is being – they're self-imposing a bull ban for this I season because that, of yeah. stuff that happened when Herm Edwards was in charge of Arizona State, which is a, 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 it's a totally is. crappy move. And I know that I'm a fan of a program that did something similar. But they are – taking away the postseason a week before the start of the year. So you've got kids that it's too late for them to transfer. you got kids that this is their last season of collegiate eligibility, and they've got no chance to play in a bowl game. That that sucks. It's, it's a crappy thing to do. But yeah, They probably weren't going to make a bowl anyway, were they? I don't know. Maybe. Were you, they good last year? They were bad last year. You don't year. have to be good to make a bowl anymore. All you have to do is be like 5-7 <laughs> and seven or 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I just don't even know if they were that good last year. Also, I'm honestly kind of surprised he's still there. Who? No, he's not there. Well, he's not. Yeah, that's, I was going to say. I said, that's what I said. They, were, they self-imposed a ban for things that happened under Herm Edwards' watch. Uh, they were 3-9 and nine last year. Yeah. He's, you know, he was a weekly guest on Ramsey and Rutherford back in the day. We had him on the NFL. We talked no NFL on that show, but John loved Herm Edwards, so we had him on once a week to talk NFL at the end of the week. And then he kept coming on after he got the Arizona State job, which I was mean, very strange. Herm Edwards is most famously known for... You play to win the game. Uh, not to me. He's the guy that picked up the fumble on the Miracle oh, uh, Meadowlands. Well, yeah, I think of him more as a coach now. <laughs> Texas says, uh, Carly Jones has had two enormous games in the FIBA World Cup, one in overtime loss to Puerto Rico and one in a 20-point win versus China. He's becoming a national hero in the South Sudan. Yeah, he's been lighting it up. South Sudan. Well, that's, uh, that's what he's playing for. I know. I just, it's just to say he's been a hero. I think the game that he's playing, the assignment against Puerto Rico, I believe he had like 38 points and 11 assists. Yeah, like, he's been unreal. I, that, I'm not surprised. I mean, we've seen he can be decent at, you know, in, in the NBA level. So G League Player of the Year. Yeah, to think he can, I mean, it does not surprise me to see him dominate in these levels. No disrespect to the south of the Sudan. What's well, World Cup? He's not, yeah, he's, he's playing against, I mean, Puerto Rico basketball has beat us once upon a time. China's got a pretty good team. Is Puerto Rico any good anymore? Yeah, they're still pretty good. Okay. They, they beat the South Sudan team. Uh, Americans are 2-0. and The French team went 0-2, but they still— they, they, I mean, the French have some decent players currently, though. I'll yeah, and they're that. done. They, they got knocked out of the World Cup. They lost oh, wow. their first two games. They're still—like, because they host the Olympics in 2024, they still automatically qualify for the Olympics, but this would have screwed them if, if you know, Rudy Gobert sucking would have absolutely knocked them out of the Olympics. I wonder but, if uh, Rodney Turriop still plays for them. Probably. Texture says, Trevor is stalling about the salad when the fate of our season hangs in the balance. Don't make us card fans unleash, uh, unleash grave lady on you, Trev. <laughs> it's coming. Salad's on the way. Yes, but now will you watch a movie? Texture says, as a former salad hater myself, I used to gag touching lettuce. Zaxby's salad is the best option. Well, damn, chicken place. <laughs> I thought about Zaxby's mainly because Zaxby's also added, Zaxby's salad comes come with Texas toast. <laughs> Isn't everything at, at Zaxby's? Which at that point, then it just make it a sandwich. <laughs> Texas, I'm with Mike. Suicide Kings was never a part of the equation. As a lawyer, the terms need to be set before the deal is made. Absolutely. You're a lawyer. We don't trust you. <laughs> he went to a year of law school. 
I've watched 20 years of SBU. No. I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying. If we if we happen to lose. It we has nothing to do with football season. No, you keep we made this bet with no reference to football season. You keep telling yourself You just decided that. to make this after you won it. You keep telling yourself that. Whatever make, what makes you sleep better I've made night. good on every bet that we've made that, that I've lost, which is one. But you like? I think you actually like this movie, though. That's the thing. It's actually this didn't is get great reviews. A short, short like the Shadow How I made you watch this because I got mad that you were so dismissive of ever wanting to watch it. Like that, there's there is a, as I should have been after watching. Well, like the twenty seven movies on my list, Shadow How was way down the quality wise. Suicide Kings is actually a really good movie. There was a national story uh, over the weekend about the the woman who played the body double in Shallow How. I saw about somebody, how much her life has like been terrible. Someone tagged that. me on Twitter with that. Yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. I was like, I hope she knows her sacrifice to not go unappreciated, though. Yeah. We love that movie. No, we don't. Texas says, where are you all as far as nerves versus excitement? With all the new pieces on this team and a complete new staff, I don't think I've ever been this nervous going into an opener. Satterfield ruined season openers for me. Ooh. I think I'm still, and maybe this will change once Friday gets here, I feel like my excited level outweighs my nervous level for this one. Oh, man. I just, I, yeah, I am the same way because it's, because it's, I mean, it's the Braum era. I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean, that, that's all it, I mean, if this was, like, where would you be if this was still Satterfield? Numb. <laughs> the, no, I, I say that jokingly. Making, because, getting, getting my dressing, adding my dressing yeah. salad as bourbon. <laughs> I, mean, I say that jokingly because, look, my worst enemy could be the head football coach at U. Brian Braum could be the worst head football coach at UofL. And I would still like once the season comes around, I'm going to get excited. Well, because a new it's football. That's what I'm saying. But but but, but I think I would my excitement level would be markedly lower if this were Statterfield and he was coming off of another five loss season, yeah. and we had the same like type of you know they're, they're going to finish eighth, they're going to finish ninth in the ACC. Like I, I think I, I, again, like I'd be excited, but I wouldn't have as much hope for the future. Like because I think what you're saying is right. There's excitement for the season ahead for sure, but I think that. Uh, at least a chunk of the excitement that we're all collectively feeling is for what could be on the horizon in seasons after this. Right? Oh, yeah. like, like this is the beginning of what we hope is something that's going to be great, not just this year, but it's going to build on itself and become even better three, four, five years down the line. And we're going to become, you know, this, we're going to be where we think we should be in the hierarchy of college football. I think that's where the excitement stems from. I also think this is a game that we feel like we should win. We should. And kind of want revenge for that, that old, 66 nothing thing or whatever it was that year. Look, we've never, we're 0 2. touchdown tweet, which is funny as it was. It was so. funny. We are 0 2 all time against Georgia Tech. We've never won a game in the state of Georgia. 0 3 all time in the state of Georgia. Really? How many states do you think we've never won a football game in in the history of this, this program? Because Georgia's one of them. Okay. So you got one. I'm going to say 31. 23. Via I mean, Kelly Dickey I mean, at Real Card Game on Twitter. I mean, you'd have to think because I mean, I know I don't I doubt we've won one in Idaho because we did lose in the the one Boise game bowl we played, I believe. Uh, I mean, Montana, South North Dakotas, right? Alaska, Hawaii. Um, you don't have to just name them. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. Texture says Trevor go Zaxby's. <laughs> More references to Zaxby's. You'll be fine. Sorry, buddies. Texture says eat a damn Caesar salad, Trevor. I thought that was gonna be the easiest thing when this first Caesar's, came up. Caesar's looks disgusting. I can't. I'm surprised you don't like cedar salad. Cedar salad is the, is the salad that like even salad haters like. Not this one. It's a salad that I was willing to eat when I was like seven years old. It's good. Croutons. Cheese. Well, I didn't think about asking if they had croutons in there or not. 
Texas says, uh, Trevor, definitely get the hot meat separate on the side of the salad. It'll be warm and soft lettuce. Oh, that's that's, so that's, that's what I did. Yeah, smart move. Yeah, see, so look at It's like the, uh, what was the Jason Alexander commercial with McDonald's where the everything, the hot was on one side and the cold was on the other? The McDLT? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now people just have all these salad suggestions that I haven't gotten to yet and they're... Well, maybe they're maybe, outdated. Maybe we're on the same mindset, though. Now it says, Trevor, here's your solution. Go to Shogun and order the geisha salad. The, the salads are small but tasty. No extra stuff. Lettuce, some shaved carrots, and dressing. It's amazing. The rest is chicken and rice and steak. You will enjoy it. Those well, salads are really good. I don't but like But they are tiny. I don't like carrots, but, I mean, tiny's good. There's nothing wrong with tiny. tiny a, lot, a lot can happen from tiny. <laughs> tiny can make an impact, you know. Even the smallest of organ, 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 smallest of things can can put a hole in you. Texture says yes, Trevor. Salad will be between ramen and smoothies because that's how alphabetizing things work. Ah, you would think that, but you know what came after salads or smoothie? African. So yeah, so that wasn't in alphabetical order. You can see how one might be confused though. <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna come off that way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, we are less than five minutes away from arrival. Oh boy! I'm watching. I'm. I, I, did, did you ever feel creepy following the the, the, the dasher on the GPS map on here? Well, I usually don't do that. Would you feel creepy? <laughs> <laughs> Texas says I can already hear the post game interview after losing the UK in the final game of a three win season. So Jeff, what happened this season? Expectations were much higher, and your team just fell flat. Jeff. Well, a local radio show producer has the palate of a five-year-old and refused to eat a salad and cursed our whole season. Cue Jeff ripping up a picture of Trevor a la Sinead O'Connor, ripping up a picture of the Pope on SNL, and then storming out of the conference. I mean, at least I'd be famous, right? People would know you. I'd be known. I'd be forever known, yeah. Texas says, when TK started listing what he likes on a salad, I thought he was going to break into this. I like to rhyme. I like my beats funky. I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy. <laughs> and so forth. And That's so a good one. Texas, get the damn Chick Fil A salad. This is a big dude approved. This is big dude approved by me. He's done. Yeah, well, big dudes. I mean, I have a different palate than even most big dudes. You're you're an oddly picky eater for somebody. Who oh, is I'm the the large. pickiest fat man you'll ever meet. I mean, I my my fatness isn't from like my my choice of foods. It's literally because of my. It's it's a fifty percent laziness, sixty five percent soda. <laughs> Texas says say yeah, SMU Cal and Stanford join the ACC, but Clemson, FSU, North Carolina, and Miami leave in a year. Would you rather be in the remaining ACC or the Big Twelve? Why would we lose in four and gain three? Couldn't we gain four and lose four? Let's just, let's just stick with the hypothetical. Okay. What was the hype? Well, I got lost. I know, know you did. Would you rather be in the remaining ACC in that scenario or the Big Twelve? Um. It's not cut and dry. You'd think it would be Big I mean, 12. Honestly, I would, the only reason I'm going to say ACC in this scenario is that I'm assuming we would still have our like championship bid for the tournament, the the playoff. Which they're supposed to be meeting this week to decide how that's going to go. And if that's the case, then, then I'm taking ACC because, I mean, this is like kind of Big East all over again. It's a little easier. I think in this, in this scenario, I think the Big 12 would be a better football conference. I think that – I mean – I'm not sure it would be a better basketball. We, we still got Duke. We still have NC State here. We'd still have uh, a bunch of teams that have been good over the years. Yeah, it'd uh, still be tough basketball. Like ba- I, I think the other sports would be fine, but football we would be definitely a, a, a step or five below the other three conferences. Like the Big Twelve still isn't overly. 
Yeah, but is it, the top. I could care less if the, the, the nation knows or we are. And it's obvious we're stubborn. I care if the NCAA is like, is like, hey, we're going to still, you know, you 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 still get it. You still no, get I, it. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, I think my. I, I feel like the Big 12 would be, still be the most stable. They've got the better TV deal. They seem to have more competent leadership. So my answer for those reasons would be I'd feel better being in the Big 12. And I mean, I know they're not traditional rivals, but you still would be joining a basketball conference that has Kansas and Arizona. So you, the, I think rivalries would be formed pretty quickly. I mean, you, well, and also you would refine rivalries, rediscover rivalries with West Virginia and Cincinnati. So and we hate them. We do. We, we do, we'd have more rivals in that conference than we do in our current one. So. We've been in for, what, six years and we still don't have a rival? Texas imagining Trevor jumping out of a hypothetical plane from 50 feet is so funny. I'm thinking how Puss in Boots spins when he flies. I mean, speaking, this is a random stat, but did you know squirrels can't die from falling? I don't believe that. <laughs> this isn't like my six hours of the moon thing. I probably, like, you can Google it. A squir- squirrels like you can't you can throw them out like out of a high distance and they won't they won't like die when they in, on impact. Dude, a squirrel f- uh, fell right next to us on a walk one time from a very high tree. Like the lot, one of the most scared I've ever been in my entire life, and it did just kind of shake it off. Yeah, because of the, because of their bone structure and the fact that they they no matter what the distance you're dropping them from, they can kind of glide to to a safer speed. That yeah, they they can't be killed by 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 throwing them off of, of a high by point. Apparently that's that's wrong. That's true. That's, no, I just looked it up. Squirrels seldom die from falling, but it can't happen. I mean, it can't. It's like you know, legs up in the air, and it's like asleep or something. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, she's they're on the street. Okay. Well, on that note, do you want to know who our dasher's name is? Well, I can tell it's a she, what Sarah. No. I don't. I'm, one guess. That's fine. Who is it? Ariel. Oh. I mean, you can't tell me that's not an omen, right? That's perfect. That's when I first saw that, I was like, "Whoa, Nelly!" Let's and I kind of want to go see what she looks like. Trevor eats a salad after the break here on uh, <laughs> fourteen fifteen and ninety six. Why he's laughing so much? The big X. <laughs> Final Let's segment of Monday. AKA Salad Day. Here on the Mike Rutherford Show. Folks, the salad is in the studio. We are blessed by the presence of great. I already feel better about the size. Oh, you and me both. As as you hold it up. Like the, the last one was just, it was daunting. It was you jumped in both feet, just full on belly flop. You, you didn't dip a toe. No, and for somebody who was scared of the water, it was the worst possible scenario. Right, the, the lettuce- this is a much more manageable, less intimidating salad. I feel better about this, and therefore, I feel better about the fate of the 2023 Louisville football season. If you're just joining us, I have no idea what's going on. Like the- Trevor pledged a long time ago. Trevor hates salads. 
He claimed early on in, in, in our, our stint here on the radio together that he'd never eaten a salad. Or I think you said you had once had and you one throw from it a lost bet, yeah. And you said if Jeff Brom becomes a little football coach, you will eat a salad. And, I mean, that, that's the biggest you – know, we had all these hypotheticals over the years. You know, would, would Trevor rather – would he eat a salad to get Louisville out of NCAA purgatory? Would he eat a salad to get Louisville a guaranteed national title in basketball? And, and he would say no to all this stuff, which was always blew my mind. But he said yes to Jeff Brom being hired as the Louisville football coach. Brom gets hired as the Louisville football coach. Trevor says it's salad time. We did this back in December when Jeff came on the show for the first time, and it went horribly. Like, your system just rejected the salad. You hated the salad. You spit the first bite out. You spit more bites out. You basically had two bites of strawberry, and you called it a salad. And now we're trying to make good because we're worried that that lack of making good on a promise has cursed the football season. Yeah. So you've got a new salad here. It's game week. I'm not happy with the fact that bacon is It's kind of cold. We're already off to a bad start. But I've got a 12-piece nugget right here to, to make up for the heat. So. Now, the first bite needs – it can't just be just nugget. You can't just – you can't appetize this. No, it'll be – it'll be the first I'm, bite has to have some lettuce on it. No, it'll be nugget, nugget and lettuce. So, I mean – How are you feeling right now? I took a bite. I did eat one nugget by itself right now, so I'm feeling a little confident. Uh, should I use the knife? Should I cut this up some? Because lettuce does look kind of big. I would cut it up a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Do we like, do like spaghetti? We'll just kind of cut it up a little bit. Yeah, I think that's probably the right way. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good idea because we don't want to. Otherwise, I just I don't know why I keep picturing myself like um, when I try to eat this. My mind always goes. It's a weird thing to do, but it goes to Billy Bob Thornton and Bad Santa when he's in the food court and the woman's like, "Look, look, honey, it's Santa Claus," and he's like. I'm trying to eat my lunch. It's like, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Like when I picture myself eating a salad, that's where my mind goes. It's Bill Bob Thornton just screaming at this kid and lettuce is flying everywhere like shrapnel. Like I'm trying to have my lunch. Lay off me, I'm starving. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, she had to eat fries. <laughs> the Gap Girls, such an underrated. Now, this is a, it's a different setup from last time. This thing's loaded, man. They put a ton of food. Like last time I came in and took over your mic and just let you, I, I filmed and talked on the air as it You're was. You're not going to film this? I mean, should I? Do you want me to come in there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get let me get this set up real quick. Hold on. Who's calling me at a time like this? <sighs> Somebody called me twice already. One of them was my buddy who's in that fancy draft with me tonight. He's calling me. He's like, uh, and that's my text him and send him the commissioner's. Uh, Info. I'm like, call him. He'll answer all your questions. All right, do you want me to come in there? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right I'm, I'm making the move. All right. He's coming in here. He's going to – it's those few times, you know, of the year that Rutherford gets to come into the section. Is that enough chicken nuggets, do you think? Yes. Okay. So I just went by. You can cut I can eat a whole nugget by itself. I can fit three White Castles in my mouth at once. Move over here. Okay. I got a mouthful of meat. Break my mic, dude. I did. I literally just broke it. Good move. Made it one minute. You broke the mic. I, br- I literally broke the mic. Way to go, Rutherford. I just grabbed it. Richard, what did you do? Okay. You can sit. Now. Well, I'm. I'm trying to video. I gotta get the right angle. Okay. I'm here. I don't have any headphones on. I can't hear anything. All right. We're videoing now. I want people to at least see the salad. See. Okay. A lot of nuggets on it. There's there's lettuce and everything. All right. Here we go. Trevor is. He's digging in. There's no. That is a good, it's a good piece. He's got lettuce. He's got cheese. He's got a, a full chicken nugget. He's taking a bite. 
It's already going better than last time. He's picking up salad off the table and putting it in his mouth like a heathen. This is for Jeff. This is for Jeff Brom, Jawara Jordan, Ash and Galate, all of you guys. This is happening because of you. This is happening for you. This is, once again, you're chewing way too much. Not like for 48 seconds. One bite, you're still on the first bite. Still, time to swallow. He's going at it again. Why do I feel like you've said that before? <laughs> to no avail. <laughs> I'm not going to save reaction from them. Good? Yes, he's going for a second bite. After the second bite, we can go. I can go back in the... It's already gone better than the last time. We didn't have to pull over a trash can. He's, you're doing too much now. You're flying too close to the sun. He's putting... Too many bites. Finish the one bite before you start shoving more food in your mouth. He's putting salad on the table like a heathen. Well, that's part of the that's part of the lettuce. That's not what it is. Okay, I've successful. I really have broken this mic. I don't know how that happened. I'm sorry. All right. Hi, mom. Are you done? Let's say shout out to Richard, Jessica, Robert. <laughs> Look at you guys. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Now you, people can hear you on the video. They cannot hear you on the air. So that's, we, yeah, we probably need to go back. I need to go back to the other room in a second. You can keep eating, and I, I can go to the text line. You're, the point is we now have visual evidence. You're making good on a promise. You're making good on your word to Jeff Brom. That's, right, it's a good bite. You don't need to ask my permission for every bite. You're good. I don't think I can eat a whole bite, no. Eat a sizable amount. Okay. I mean, you don't have to eat it all right now. You don't have to eat it by the end of the show. You can keep picking at it. Gonna be here for a while. Okay. All right, Trevor Kelsey eating a salad. It's happening. I can't believe you're doing it without dressing, but you're looking less and less comfortable as time's going on. I think it's kind of hitting you a little bit. Sorry, you have a drink. Take some. Make sure you use that drink. Yeah. Um, I'm a little worried because I'm starting to wonder about this. Like my my, my internals. What's this gonna do to my poop? I can't answer that question for you. Uh, Trevor's asking what's going to do to his pooping. I don't have an answer for him. All right. I'm shutting the video down. I'm going back in the other room. Thumbs up. He did it. It's done. He looks horrible. And just, now I'm just going to straight nuggets. Well, I mean, you're leaving me. Okay. All right. Going back over. I'll try not to break this mic. All right. It smells so much better over here. I got to move back over there. No, no, no. You're, well, I mean, I, I would. <laughs> Just trying to eat directly into the mic. That's fine. All right. There it is, folks. Trevor Kelsey, salad eater. Still working on it, but he has not thrown any of it up. I feel like this is now secured a victory over Georgia Tech on Friday. We are all systems go. Full We're speed ahead. Georgia Tech's ass, baby! <laughs> the Jeff Brom era is Woo! here. Ron Rivers can suck it! Rogers. Ron Rogers. Okay. What the hell's that guy's name again? <laughs> uh, we'll take some, some text here. We got about Seriously, to, uh, what was their name? Ron Rogers. Ron Rogers, okay. Yeah. We'll take some text here. Fuck Rogers. <laughs> My mom just texted us and I keep visualizing Khaleesi eating the horse's heart from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Great text. <laughs> well done, Mom. Was, I like that. Yeah, I love that Rob. Good mob. 502-414-1450 what did you is do the to sex line. We've got I, I don't know how I, I literally just grabbed it and it, the whole like left side just came apart. 
I need more meat. Um, <laughs> Texture says, there's a quote I don't need to hear, TK. I've got a mouthful of meat. Well, the, the meat quotes were even worse earlier in the show. Good meat. What did you even say? What was the quote that I wanted to isolate that was so good? I need my meat hot. I need my hot. I need my meat hot. I need my meat hot. <laughs> Texture says, what dressing did you choose? He went no dressing. Raw talking. It's the only way I roll, baby. Texas says, Mike just said time to swallow. Well, it was. It was a lot of chewing. A lot of chewing. Texas says, Mike encouraging Trevor to eat like he's a toddler. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got some experience. Again, I don't, it's not a huge shift for me when I leave here and go home. Am lot. I making you a better father? Maybe it's a lot of practice. I feel like I, <laughs> I also feel like I never get away from from being a father. Like I want, am I, are your, are your parenting skills improving? Like where could your kids be if it if you hadn't done started doing the show with me? This is like it's like, like Barbie, Virginia could be like in rehab for all we know. This is kind of like weightlifting. <laughs> My paternal duties never really never really end. They just no. they just change. Texture says, uh, listening to another man eat over the radio is exactly what I needed on a Monday <laughs> afternoon. This is how you know football's back. And they wonder why we don't make the ratings book. <laughs> we don't subscribe to that. That's what it is. <laughs> Texture says, no dressing. Trevor eats salad like a pet iguana. <laughs> Don't, you know, is the iguana the one if you chop off their tail, it grows back? Uh, I know lizards. I, I think. I mean, aren't iguanas lizards? Yeah, but I'm not sure if that's if it's them or just like, I think I know those little like salamanders, I think, that are, you always eat the beach. Oh, ooh, ooh, sorry. Um, sorry. I think I think it may be iguana. I think you're, you're Got right. lettuce burps there. Um, yeah, I think because I think it starts getting hutched. Then you shoot off the lizard's tail and like, Huggy bear, like it grows back. Texas says you should have invited Ariel in to watch. Okay, um, okay, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's me, but the Ariel we had was spelled A R I O L. No, that's and the, they Ariel. were old. Yeah, and I think I think it might have been a dude. Ariel. Because when I when I went out there, the car was actually still there. Nice looking car for you think. I don't know why I picture people driving Doordash driving like. Clunkers, I don't trust but. that you read the the name right at this point now. The way <laughs> I didn't spelling though. I'm not sure. That's and when I went out there, they were like, like they were still sitting there, and I just kind of waved at them, and they were like, gave me like, like a little wave back, but it's hard to tell because the windows were tinted. So I'm assuming that was a dash driver, or maybe it was just somebody doing like a drug deal out there. I don't know. We're choosing to believe it's Ariel. Yeah, we're choosing the Ariel. Yeah. Texas says, if we win this week, does he realize this is now a weekly tradition until no, we lose? No, 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 no. Uh, uh, uh. Texas, what kind of salad was it? It was uh, house salad. House salad, but it was basically you added <laughs> you added bacon and chicken nuggets to it. So basically, you just got the, the the foundation of the salad was just lettuce and extra cheese. Yeah, they were a little skimpy on the cheese there. I'm I got, I'm gonna have to maybe yelp on DoorDash on this one. I mean, they, I I, I kind of wish I had ordered more cheese. They probably were like we made a salad for a three year old. <laughs> I'm a little disturbed that the, the the bacon was cold too though. Texas says GT is going down, baby. You're damn right. Georgia Tech has no hope now. You might as well just go in and send your. I mean, you 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 can send. You might as well send Ron Rivers out there, or, or whatever his name is, John Rogers, and send him out there because it doesn't matter. Because you, you get we, both names right in different <laughs> iterations. Because you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna waste Calvin Johnson's time. Any fan of the Georgia Tech Ramblin' Wreck is gonna waste their time. You just gets over. Screw it. Done. You've lost. The lines just went up to twenty two and a half. Texas, we really needed a pre and post game interview on the salad. Well, the problem is you're not gonna be done for like two hours. So. I ate mean, a lot. I ate. I ate enough. Are you right? done now? I mean, I'm not full, but I'm kind of not hungry anymore. You need a few more bites when we get off the air, just to make sure. 
need at least to eat like 25% of the salad. That was a big salad, man. Texas says iguanas. Elaine would even looked at that and said big salad. Texas says iguanas' tails will grow back. Yeah, there you go. We learned something new here. That and squirrels can't die when you drop them from a building. It's rare. <laughs> Texas says it's Astrid. No. No, it's not. It was spelled A. No, I had a spelling. I, I gave the spelling right. Texas says there is a savior, and his name is St. Trevismo of exist- <laughs> Existence. <laughs> Texas Georgia Tech's bulletin board material is going to just going to be the video of TK eating a salad on replay in the locker room. <laughs> Texas, can we send a picture of Trevor with his Trump game face on with a mouthful of salad to send to GT for intimidation? Let <laughs> me give him the finger. Texas, that was an expensive salad, by the way. Well, it's DoorDash. Everything's expensive. Yeah, you get a point. Texas, uh, I need that video posted ASAP. I will get it up here on uh, on Twitter. Oh, no one else has seen it yet? No, it wasn't live or anything. It was just... Oh. Uh, I tell you, when I'm, my buddy in the fancy trap was talking about me and his son was like, I know that show. That's the guy who couldn't eat a salad. <laughs> I do love that that's what you're known for. But his son, his son he didn't even... The guy, my, my friend doesn't listen to the show, but his son does. <laughs> I've got to have a blue check to post the whole long damn video. Damn it. Come on. Ridiculous. I don't understand the, the whole, yeah... Only if you pay money, you can post longer videos. But I can only post, I have to put it in like two parts. That's fine. Everyone loves a good cliffhanger. Texas is my quote, just one more bite and you can leave the table. That's what it felt like. (laughs) That's how I am with you with movies, though. Like, I got to make you watch a movie that I know you're going to like in the end. I did not like Shallow How. We'll see what happens with Suicide King. Okay. Texas, Trevor the lineman in Little Giants with white foam coming out instead of lettuce. I'm on my lunch break. Texas, we did the whole thing again with the salad, and Trevor's still not going to finish this one? Well, I mean, it's, I didn't think it was going to be that big. Texas, I'm not going to be comfortable on Friday if TK can't put away 50% of that bad boy. Um, I mean, not, listen, I mean, it's something that big, you, you take 50% of it. Texas, between the Gatorade Zero and the four bites of salad, that 5XL is becoming more distant. <laughs> <laughs> I had to turn myself down a little happen from that. <laughs> That's good. Texture says, ask TK what the remaining 20% is, please. <laughs> no, I said, I said 50 plus 65. So it would have been over that, actually. Texas, the text line's all in all agreement. He needs to finish most of the salad for us to win this game. I mean, I just had like four big bites. You saw the size of the bites. They were, they were big bites. Thank you. And I'm out of nuggets. Well, no, how many do I get nuggets on the salad? Texas, all this drama and build up and whining for Trevor to basically just eat cheese, bacon, and chicken nuggets on a bit of lettuce, and he's still complaining about eating it after getting the easiest pass ever on eating a quote salad. The text line's not. They're they're not. 100% on board. Well, geez, people, if I can't please you, what do you want me to do? I mean, oh, God, I'm just dropping salad everywhere now. Texas says, with something that big, quote, you just want to do 50% of it is the same thing TK's mom said last night. All right, for that, I'm not eating more. <laughs> I'm not, I, I know. <laughs> Texas says, well, Trevor, you always tell them they should be able to take all 100%. <laughs> Scoots texted in and said, this man literally told me he was going to eat the whole thing last night. This is unreal. Yeah, was what st- a coward. Eat it. In my defense. Scoots just called you a coward. Well, Scoots, in my defense, I was a lot more stoned when I made that statement. So, <laughs> that's, 
<laughs> can't be held accountable for that. <laughs> Texture says, eat the damn salad. I mean, so. I, okay, what about this Texture says, four bites of salad, and somehow the 12 nuggets are gone also. <laughs> Don't judge me, people. How's that bite look? It's a big bite. All they right. all look big because you have a full nuggets on every single bite. <laughs> <laughs> Texas. Well, what, I mean, you don't take a bite without a nugget. You eat a, you eat a sandwich without, you eat a burger without, 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 without meat in the, in the bread. Texas, no, you got to eat the entire salad. Don't f with the football gods. I'm not effing with anybody. Listen, I'm listen. At least I'm. I mean, you didn't even watch a preview. I'm over here eating people. I'm eating for success. There's this genuine question for Mike. Have you ever met anyone with less willpower than Trevor? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Never in my life. Will I got, I got willpower. Texas says, eat the salad, Trev. I'm eating. Texas says, Trevor has doomed the season. We will not forget. Oh, no, I have, I have saved the season. When we, go, when we win 10 games, I better be getting some thank yous. Texas says, I'm so scared for Friday now. Texas says, Welcher, Welcher, oh, Welcher, no, Welcher. No, 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 no. That's, you can call me fat, stupid, ugly, too. I don't. I am. The one thing I'm not is a Welcher. Texas says, I do love strong great Welcher. <laughs> Texas says, Nugget. So is it fried chicken? Quote. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. It sounds like it's got to be from something, right? Texas says, Mike, you might be in the right regarding the movie bet, but are you willing to take a chance on the football season? Just take one for the team and Ooh. watch the movie to eliminate any chance of bad that's a very good. That's a very good statement. I'm in the right, though. It has no effect on the, okay. on the football season. Yeah, but, but are you, are You're you not willing? even eating the salad. I'm eating. Have you watched a minute of the movie? Did you watch a trailer at least? I don't have to until January 1st, 2024. Texas, well, I got to, until you watch the movie, I can finish this out. That's fine. <laughs> He'll be sitting there. That wasn't the deal, though. What was the, what was the, I watched Random Office last night when he takes the uh, potato salad to like some party. He's like, it's been sitting in my car all day in the sunlight. I don't even know if I would touch that. <laughs> Texas, that wasn't actually a quote. I'm just asking if it's fried chicken. Well, it's chicken nuggets. <laughs> I mean, it's Chick-fil-A nugget. This is after eating three pounds of grapes, you were damn close to being a Welcher. I love I love Welch. Do they still make Welch grape soda? Oh yeah. No, the soda, oh, not soda, the juice. I don't know about that. See, I grew up like there used to be the well, there was a Welch's grape soda machine in the uh um the apartments uh that I used to go swimming at over by my house, uh, West Crack. And there was I I mean I kinda like that was like a like a growing up memory for me, like I'm nostalgic. And I've never seen I, you can get crushed grape soda, which is okay. All right, we got to get out of here. Shows, right. uh, sh- shows over here. We real quickly, Wagner Iroquois game of the night. Who wins? You already bet on Iroquois on Friday, but and I'm and I'm gonna eat those words like I ate the salad. The Wagner's winning tonight, baby. The Wildcats, West Side. You don't recognize. I'm all with Wagner. The cage will be up there. And see the cage is rocking tonight, baby. You bet we're gonna get lo- Iroquois gonna get locked up. All right, that's it. Trevor eats more salad. Live on the air. We'll have an update for you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Everyone have a fantastic Mm -hmm. Monday night. Mm -hmm. We'll try to be better tomorrow, hopefully. No promises. Go Wagner. a big piece of meat in my mouth. Go Cards. Go Salad. Go Jeff. Yum, yum, yum. Let's make a salad. Yum, yum, yum. Lettuce, lettuce. Cheese. Tomato, tomato. Extra chicken. Broccoli. Broccoli. Yum, yum, yum. Let's make a salad. Yum, yum, yum. Let's make a salad. Yum, yum, yum. Let's make a salad. Yum, yum, yum. Cucumber. Cucumbers.